mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Ding dong. Come in. Welcome home. It's <laughs> your mom and dad. Hey. <laughs> Studio audience is yeah. everywhere. Welcome, welcome everyone. Get your TV dinners out. Oh my God, there are so many people out there. Yeah. Hi, how are you doing? How are you? Where are you from? Oh, really? Wow. You're really good at that, like, 50s voice. I know it. Thank you so much for joining the show. On another episode. It's your mom and dad. Uh, <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Oh, wow. my goodness. I can't believe. We're here. We're doing this. What are we doing? What are this we doing? This is crazy. I don't remember how to podcast. It's been, like, five weeks. We need to Google, like, what to say at the top of a podcast. How do you start a podcast with your partner and your best friend? Oh, my God. Gosh, that's the oh cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. I love you. I'm I excited to do too. this with you. I can't wait. I am so excited to dive into this new podcasting world with all of the listeners, our family, mm. and with you. I mm. just, I just, I can't wait to to go over reality TV shit with you. I can't wait to roast each other and give each other a hard uh, time talk about advice relationships reality tv what's going on what's going on and like uh, you know here's the thing if me and jess got one thing it's that we talk yes and me and you talk constantly together <laughs> like it's that we won't shut up it's 24 7 our daughter is definitely the same way between the three of us it is literally just like blabber mouth central we the three of us never stop talking never stop talking it is just a 24 7 on roll so it's like you might as well you know record a we little bit we might as well just it. make this a podcast because it's just non-stop this podcast is your mom and dad and what mm. what we're doing with this podcast is that once a week just once beautifully a week you have the solace of being able you come into our living room mm. And we have family. It's family time it together. Is family time. And, you know, maybe just like your parents, um, we're going to give advice, our opinions. And just like your parents, it might be, um, you know, uneducated, sure. uninformed, sure. Uh, you know, frustrating. But <laughs> here we are. But one thing I do want to say is that, uh, you know, if you don't get along with your in-laws... Or you don't get along with people, he's like, hey, we're your family now. We're your family. You know, if you're dreading whatever next holiday... Come on over to our place. Yeah, let's get cozy together. And here we will talk. We're going to talk about advice. We're going to talk, you know, from the perspective of yeah. um, an old married couple of We kind of many are years. an old married couple. I know. I mean, we've been married for 11 years. Coming up on 11 years. But we've been together for like 16. It's crazy. So we're going to have the, the old married couple perspective on dating shows, romance, pop culture of things. Mm -hmm. Some interviews about relationships. I mean, our lives, of We've course. We've kind of been through a lot of things. We have, yeah. We've seen a lot of things. We have. We've had hard times, amazing times. I do feel like uh, we have the answers to all of your questions you could ever want. Every single one. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> and if you follow my five-step plan that I'm putting the link to right now, please buy and then sell to all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> starting out with an MLM. Starting out with an MLM. That feels like yeah, a yeah. good way to start out a first <laughs> episode of a podcast. if you get your friends involved, we'll all be rich. That's my first, that's why we started this whole thing. <laughs> 
But honestly, if you are here, I mean, we so appreciate it. It Seriously. means so much to us. And we're like so excited. Like I said, I feel I feel nervous right now because I'm like, I feel like I've forgotten how to podcast. Yeah. But I'm also my heart is like beating with joy. Because I, I can't yeah. wait to podcast with you. But I will say this. We are not alone. We are not alone. And we are this not is alone. exciting. This is so exciting. God is here. God no, is with kidding. us. <laughs> Hello. Whoa. Oh my God. Whoa. My the Lord, oh. I believe again. I, it's happening. <laughs> You're finally answering. No. Okay. After all these, yeah, after years. All these years. On the podcast. So who is God? Who is this person we're um, hearing? God in our podcast <laughs> is our amazing producer, Lee Kawasaki. Wow. Hi, mom. My dad. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you don't know that voice, he is our incredible behind the scenes personnel. He edits our videos. He has done this for the last however many years. He's incredible. Lee has literally saved my actual life on so yeah. many occasions. <laughs> Lee is the the patient king who, when I'm editing at like midnight or one in the morning, I'm texting him and he is just there for me. And now he's going to be in studio with us. Yeah, they gave me a mic. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they don't regret it. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden he comes in. He's like, I have a lot of opinions <laughs> on very controversial topics. <laughs> um, no, I mean... What's funny, we always, he always walks in the door and we're always like sitting there chatting for an hour talking about whatever and like having good conversations. So it just felt like natural Lee. to be like, hey, we should be all be hanging out and do this thing together. And so. Lee has been so gracious to then also be behind the computer. So this time, guess what? Guess what, fam? When we don't know something, we might be able to Google it. We have a Google <laughs> In real time. <laughs> so sometimes we might be able to correct our mistakes mid-podcast. What a gift. What yeah. a joy. So he really is God in this podcast. Yes. yes. So you're going to all get to know and fall in love with Lee just like We're we excited have. about this. Um, okay. Here's the thing. I want to talk a little bit about our break, yeah, what we yeah, had yeah. going on. I also, I have some things I need to address with you publicly on the podcast. I have a beef, first of Whoa, all, with you. Chill, <laughs> chill. Okay, I guess mom and dad's fight a lot, so this this only makes so sense. I'm going to start off this podcast uh, with an argument. She's like, cool. Welcome to your mom and dad's. The bullshit you've been pulling. <laughs> uh, but before that, guess what we have? What do we have? We have our first sponsor to talk about. Holy. We have our first sponsor. This I'm going to cry. This is huge. Um, okay, listen up. It's the new year and we are always inundated with potential resolutions, but I have an important one that as a parent, I do feel extremely passionately about, and that's life insurance. And Fabric by Gerber Life is the easy all online solution you've been waiting for that can help protect your family's financial future if something unexpected happens. We love this because Fabric was designed by parents for mm -hmm. parents to help you get high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. They make it so easy to with a seamless online experience that is on your time. Just apply, see your quote, and then personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash chatty. That's meetfabric.com slash chatty. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash chatty. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Price is subject to underwriting and health questions. And yes, that is code chatty. We have the lingering sweetness yes. of our of our sweet, sweet memory with chatty. The codes are going to be changing here soon. But yes. for right now, we got that chatty code as a sweet memory. Sweet memory. Sweet memory. Um, okay. So 
<clears throat> we we had a lot of we had some lovely times during our our five week break. Yeah, it was really good. I I mean it it reset my brain. That's for sure. It definitely did. Like it we were going did. at a pace that was so crazy. It was um at a, at a very swift volume. Our life it was had insane. been extremely extremely busy, and it was I think not great for us at the moment just because no. it was just so exhausting but here's what ended up happening um you know we're enjoying <laughs> we're enjoying the holiday season together yeah. um and then our sweet daughter ended up getting a stomach bug oh um which she then transferred to me so yeah. actually during christmas um Ember and I were not well luckily it was like a few days before christmas but into christmas we still weren't doing well uh we were uh it was a vomit sesh in the house, yeah. to put it well, lightly. And, yeah, it's bizarre because it's like Ember gets super sick, you get super sick, right? But the difference between anyone who gets sick and Ember is that she this is this is our daughter in a nutshell. This is the energy she has and like the positive vibe uh -huh. she has. When she vomits, yeah, yeah, she's literally puking and it's shooting out of her nose. And while it's out of her nose, she goes, did you see that? <laughs> did you, that was crazy. She is, she is legitimately in between throwing up, looking up at me going, mom, I told you, I felt like it. this is wild. I'm like, Ember, honey, just take just, a breath. Just vomit. Just, just, just keep vomiting. And then we can talk when, when you're done. And then she does this thing where she's on, she's on the bed and she's just like, or she's on the couch, right? She's super sick. She's laying there. She's like, I don't feel good. And then she goes, vomits, talking while she's vomiting. Uh -huh. And then she sits back down. She goes, I feel a little better. And then she starts to get up and just starts dancing. And she's like, <laughs> and like the, whatever music's in the movie, she's just like doing spins and turns. And then she goes, whoa, I do not feel good. And then vomits again. <laughs> like that was three days straight. And you do your best to be like, Ember, honey, you need to relax. Yeah. But she just, it, she'd rather just, just let it out and then not feel good. You, you just can't hold her back. You can't keep her down. But okay. So here's my beef. Okay. You got beef. Let's here's go. my beef. So Ember and I get extremely sick. Yes. Okay. Um, you yeah. are the last one standing. Yes. Now listen, I would like <laughs> to say that I I support the fact that you need to stay away because you need to, we, <laughs> someone needs to hold the house together and you need to stay healthy, right? You need to, uh, you go. need to have, <laughs> you need to have some space <laughs> and I don't want you to get sick. Sure, I don't sure. want you to be suffering like we're sure. suffering. I want you to protect yourself. We can be isolated. Yeah. Um, and like I said, someone needs to hold the house together, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, especially during the holidays, you know, people are expecting us to, to, to deliver gifts. I'm like, I can't do any of this right. and there's germs everywhere and you're just, you're just handling everything. And yeah. you were, you were, so helpful yeah truly so helpful yeah. but here's my beef with you i need to know how and why you did not figure out how to construct at least some sort of hazmat suit so that i could get <laughs> scratchies <laughs> got it okay so i don't know how you didn't figure out some sort of like extendo arm yeah. that you could be within like 20 feet of right. me and like patting my back and consoling me as yeah. I'm ill yeah. and not just leaving me in isolation. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, I get it. You need the space to yeah. not get sick, but I don't know how in the spirit of the holidays yeah. you weren't able to engineer sure. some sort of robotics. You maybe come in and, you know, wish yeah. me, wish me a uh, love and maybe, mm. maybe do a head scratch for me. You know what? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. 
I'm just saying, you know, I totally understand. And I have to tell you, you know, truth be told, you Mm. did a fantastic job. You were taking care of the house. Amber had gotten better. So you were also taking care of her. You were dealing with all the holiday stuff. Um, You were checking in on me, bringing me food, all that. But I just, I need to be held. So if you could figure out some sort of animatronic situation, that's my beef. I I understand. Uh Uh-huh. And can I just say that I love you? Can I start Uh with that? Okay. Okay. That Mm -hmm. I do love you. Thank you. Okay. And I am sorry for... The last thing I want to do is make you feel this way. Thank you I, for the apology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Because this is, this. I need, you know, I need you to feel, you know, understood and cared for in this <laughs> way. You. Here's the problem. Uh-huh. I don't have a background in engineering. Okay. okay. So I, next time what I'll do is Master I'll do some. Class go- okay. Right. Is an option. You know what so I mean? So next time what I'll do is uh-huh. some, in, is some courses. Okay. So I will do some online courses mm-hmm. on how to construct this. Okay. But in the meantime... I feel like I have to figure out a way, maybe a boundary, uh-huh. you know, in order to keep me from being sick so that one of us can be still going because I can't afford to get sick. Because if, if we're all sick, then we're all going to, how are we going to survive, right? Yeah, Somebody yeah. has to survive. Sure, sure. So I am willing. Uh-huh to make the tough decision to you know lock you away <laughs> okay and i'm not saying i'm fine listen, listen i'm fine being locked away i'm just yeah. saying the ingenuity of the human you could yeah, have figured true. out how to create some sort of yeah. extendo arm mm. some sort of robotic creature that could do your bidding that's true in 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 the bedroom in a cuddly sense for me sure it might be that's made true. of steel sure it's touch might be cold but it <laughs> it's would, still a touch but it's still a touch and it's i needed it i needed the comfort of my mother i needed the comfort of someone you know, to, to, to pet me. Okay. So maybe we, we could do this yeah. is that I, cause I'm still like, I'm just being honest with you. I don't have the skills in order to create like an animatronic being that can come and YouTube pet you. YouTube is But what I will do is this, now. I will build you a back house and okay. in the back house, okay. there will be beautiful music. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it will have to, rem- like you will have to be sequestered away from the premises uh-huh. in order to uh, protect you from getting sick. Me from getting sick. Yeah. And, so it will be, but it will be nice. We'll have some nice music in there. The lighting will be beautiful. I want you to feel super comforted, but I will need you to be completely bubble girl. Okay. So maybe we put you in a nice bubble. Maybe it's a really comfy bubble. Something, you know, something really, so I can get really close to you. Maybe that's better. So I can massage you through the bubble. Okay. Oh, I have it. Okay. I <laughs> I have it. Are you ready? Yeah. I got it. Okay. Here's what. <laughs> Here's what I'll make. Are you ready? Here's what I'll make. You know how when scientists are, have you seen this? Where they have to work with really bad, like really like anti or toxins and stuff. They'll have a case. Okay. And the case will have rubber gloves uh. that you, that they put in, in order to, you know, if they're, if they're, if they're trying to make like, um, you know, yeah, dealing uh, with like hazardous, materials. hazardous materials. Yeah, yeah. What they will do is well, they'll have the hands in there sure. and then do all the stuff and then take the hands out. Okay. So what I will do is I'll put you in a bubble <laughs> with gloves that go in and then I can give you rubs in the hazmat. Well, in the bubble. See, 
babe. See? This is what I'm talking okay. about. This is the ingenuity, and this is why there was the beef. <laughs> Listen, I will... So I just want to say thank you so much mm -hmm. for the thousands of things you were doing yeah. while I was sick, yes. um, while simultaneously checking in on me, yeah. um, sending me words of love, right, right. feeding me... Um, but this was what was <laughs> lacking. I understand. Anyone listening to this now joking is like this fucking bitch. No, 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 no. <laughs> I totally don't. Because I, I was, if I'm being honest with you, I was a little harsh. Like I was not harsh, but I was pretty like, I think we need to remove you from the premises and put you in some sort of holding tank or some sort of like. Well, understandably so. It was a vicious bug and I was hugging the toilet and yeah. you didn't need that I in your life. I saw the violence that you and, yeah. you and our daughter went through and yeah. I thought. yeah. I don't think I should go through uh -uh. that violence and I should probably protect myself from, you know, our own little you were also thinking, pathogen. You were also thinking ahead about the fact that we're going to be recording a totally. podcast and you can't be, you know, puking your way through it. And I want you, you to know, full later. honesty, it had nothing to do with, it was zero selfishness that I didn't want to get sick. I wanted to get sick. It was just that I could. <laughs> you were like, I would have loved. I would have loved to, to have gotten sick that. and just been next to you and just yeah. been like, just just taking care of you while I was vomiting. <laughs> I would have loved to have loved to have done that. But well, it's just something. It was just it's something we things. could have gone through together. But you know, you made that choice. I made that choice, and so. I just want to apologize right here now. Well, I accept that your I shouldn't have. Apology. I should have called like an engineering team to come yeah, in and make this yeah. for me. I accept your apology. Thank you so much. I love you. Beef is squash. Okay, beef squashed um okay now can i give you i had my beef with you but then i also wanted to give you an apology oh, oh an apology okay. yeah i do owe you an apology oh okay <laughs> my apology to you is this so during our break uh the one fun thing that we really did was because we had a lot. I mean, I shouldn't say that we had a lot of like yeah. beautiful downtime that was so appreciated. But like the one exciting thing yeah. was that we went to Stefan Lovegrove's mm. ball, which yes. no one throws a ball, a party like Stefan Lovegrove. I mean, this was, was it was just time. absolutely fantastic. And you joined me and we got to meet some of. Yes, uh, we really did. Bachelor alum had some great conversations. We were hanging out there, buddy. It was it was really fun. And I'm hoping that some of those people will be eventually joining us on this podcast because we had some wonderful, interesting conversations. Okay. But this is my apology to you. Okay. So, who was there but none other than your Jungle Path King, Aaron Clancy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Clancy was there. And when Aaron walked in, I looked at Evan and I go, there he is. Yeah. And I know that Evan immediately, you know, he's like, I got to have that that moment where you actually have the IRL convo with, yes. with Aaron Clancy. Um, and what I did, which I owe you the apology for, is before you could get there, I swooped in and started up a conversation, had a great conversation. But in this conversation, I told Aaron that I do a great Aaron impersonation <laughs> stop it's unbelievable dude and as, first of all i i saw this too because i was sitting there and then all of a sudden i said you hanging with aaron <laughs> i took it upon myself and then you stole, <laughs> stole my impression i fully stole it you know what you guys this is i told him this is the I kind said, of stuff i said uh i said I do, by the way, I do a great impersonation of you. And I was like going, I was doing the whole burrito thing. 
here's the truth of the matter is oh you even went specific no I did the full impersonation and for, and I don't do it this well is, this is the problem with <laughs> artists today like artists are getting stolen from constantly and there's like a big problem you know with people ripping off other people's art and you know I mean I think listen I don't want to like I feel like if this if we weren't married I'd sue you yeah well you know you can you can try yeah. <laughs> but but I I did the full burrito. I did the full. Oh I like. Gosh. I like went okay, in, well. and I don't. And I don't do a great Aaron impersonation. But I basically. I did a. It, so uh, now so that's the problem though. So now if I do it, it looks like I'm ripping you off. Well, I, yeah. I basically what I did is I just copied your impersonation as best I could. But again, yeah. a couple drinks in, not 100 percent sure what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, loose. Yeah, it was loose. You're it was New great. York. You're like, I you know. Yeah, I don't like, know. What? I don't know what was coming out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I did it, and so I really the second I walked away. I was riddled with guilt and I'm you like, wow, like, that was, that one's, that was Evan's moment. Did he like moment. it or was he kind of like, okay. I think so. Like I said, I had been, I, I was we loose. Been I had been drinking. Yeah. 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 But, um, but, uh, you know, I just, the second I walked away, I was, I was riddled with guilt and I thought, you know what? That was Evan's impersonation. And I, I fully ripped it yeah, off. And no, so I, I appreciate you. And can... I just want to let you know that I, I apologize and I, yeah. I love you so much okay. and I am very sorry. Well, here's what I'm going to do for now on. Whenever I do the impression on, on this podcast, uh-huh. I'm going to have a little disclaimer at the bottom that just blinking saying that I originally did this and this <laughs> is actually my idea. And Aaron, if you're listening, it's going to be a long disclaimer. It's going to take most of the bottom. Aaron, if you're listening, I actually was the originator of this. She butchered it. We <laughs> <Do> apologize. You... <laughs> Give me another chance. Do you want me to, um, do you want me to sign maybe a waiver before you do any future impersonations? Yeah, I want an NDA for my impressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just is... something that I could just, I promise that I'll never, I'll never rip off your impersonations again. Oh my again. gosh, that's insane. Yeah, by the way, guys, we were there at this party and then Aaron's there and I met him for a second and then Jess, like, you know, she, she, she can talk to anybody. So she's talking to him. You were so proud of me though, right? You, oh no. Je- let me just tell you something, guys. Jess. I'm going to pat my own self. No, 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 no. I, 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 this is something that like, I've never seen anyone work a room like you. Oh, thank you. Like your ability to just make friends with everyone. Like I'm walking, like (laughs) this happened like twice. Jess is like vibing and talking and people are like, you know, you can just see electricity and she's talking and I walk up and I say three or four words and just the whole thing kind of (laughs) dissipates. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just like, so how's the weather? And they're just like, pretty good and they're like anyway i'm gonna go get another drink but i'll see you later man and i was like <laughs> okay well we don't have i just we, we don't all have the same gifts you know what i mean well i thought you were fantastic thanks i so I appreciated you it was a blast we had so much fun and you also were just like my encouraging king the whole time every time where i'd go up and meet somebody i'd be a little nervous evan would be behind me and be like you did it you were so great and yeah he well she's I mean, my cheerleader she's and need I my encouragement it. she's incredible she's her ability to like make friends with people like she I don't know. If, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Probably not because we haven't talked about it together. But it's like she'll just tell me like, "Oh, I'm gonna go out with a couple of my girls, and we're gonna go um, to like a bar and just have a drink, or go to a restaurant." And then I'll find out the next day that she made 27 friends there. <laughs> and you're like, "How did you meet these people?" Like, oh, I don't know. We just started talking, and they were randomly just sitting over there. And next thing you know, yeah, he works for this company, and she works for this company. And we do this, and we're talking. And next thing you know, like we're all going to this thing in in a week. And I'm like, "What? Like who meets people?" Going to a restaurant who become like their friends. I love meeting people. It's crazy. I have a hard time maintaining then because then I get overwhelmed with. But that's even but more, I, you know, uh, 
like people get more like what that's it like a, like a like a phantom in the night you just come you blow my mind and then leave and never talk to me again like it is crazy though her ability to make friends is bizarre like no joke her and her friends could go and sit on a patio somewhere and within one hour they're being invited to some party me and lee try to go do that just two dudes sitting on a yeah. patio it's not happening no. it's not happening there must be so many stories about you jess like from these like thousands of people oh, you've dude. met and just like dude you know that one time like, maybe we'll who was that? yeah <laughs> no dude uh, there's no question people do that there's no question because i'll meet people that i've that i didn't even know existed and they'll be like oh my god your wife is un- like hilarious we have she was saying the craziest oh this happened this i'm like what like who are you I have officially started your mom and dad podcast to try to hype myself up. Thank you. Thank you both. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's, it's self encouragement time. Um, so that was my confession wow. over, um, or that was my, that was my, uh, uh, my beef with Your you. Beef. And then my apology to you over the, the holiday break. Okay. So I just wanted to, I wanted to put that out there, you know, for all, for all of you, our family, you know, it's, this is honesty hour. So I just needed to put those yeah. two things out, out publicly okay mm. speaking of honesty can you want to hold off on that honest yeah. thought i'm gonna take one quick pause yeah yeah oh i'm wait i'm so curious now what are you about to say i mean you gotta wait uh-oh you gotta wait now i'm gonna be nervous before this podcast oh. before if we don't discuss what we're gonna be talking about what are you about to reveal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty <laughs> okay so Family, listen, we deeply, deeply hope you have had a lovely and peaceful holiday season. But you know one thing that isn't peaceful or lovely during the holidays? And that's the post office. Okay? It's rough. And listen, here's the thing. It doesn't change in January. January means dealing with customer emails, returns, gift card purchases, and the inevitable increase in postage costs. But January is also a great time to set yourself up for a year of saving money and being more efficient. And a great way that you can do that is by using stamps.com we are a house that has been uh, happily using stamps.com for years wow it's a a, long time yeah seriously it's a game changer you can use stamps.com to print postage uh wherever you do business all you need is a computer and a printer they even send you a free scale so you have everything you need to get started if you need a uh, package pickup uh, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard and if you sell products online stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart yeah we've been using it for forever since like the first time we've sent out packages (laughs) since the first package since the very first package we started using stamps.com also they have amazing partnerships with usps and ups for unbeatable rates up to 86 percent off uh start with start the new year by saving serious money on mailing and shipping get started with stamps.com today sign up with promo code chatty for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code chatty love it okay so listen life is busy busy okay that's just the inevitable way that it is i know for myself the thing i always i always forget about this during the busyness is grocery shopping and then boom it's dinner time and i got nothing but I learned how to avoid that moment and always have something delicious and healthy to eat on hand. And that's by being stocked 
with daily harvest. And I mean, let me make something clear. I have to be stalked because Evan over here is so obsessed it's with daily harvest. The minute that you see it in the fridge, you will eat it. It's and mine. so we have to fight over it if it's not constantly stocked. It's mine. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I'm obsessed. Uh, there are just, they're just so good and convenient. Daily harvest delivers delicious. The harvest bowls, the soups, flatbread, snacks, smoothies, lattes, and more built on organic fruits and vegetables. And like I said, convenient with their nourishing and easy to prep options. We never have to think twice about what to eat for the next meal, snack or dessert. And everything stays fresh in our freezer until we're ready to dive in, which also helps us reduce food waste. Everything is so good. But my favorite go-tos are their harvest bowls and smoothies. Literally morning, night, yeah. breakfast, dinner. Like like if it's if we have one, I'm doing that. Yes, um, it's true. I, uh, I just had their sweet potato and wild rice hash bowl last night. Threw a little broth in there. It was unreal. Yeah, you uh, love that. It was so good. It, seriously, it was so good. Oh, and the cauliflower rice and pesto bowl is forever in my heart for sure. Yeah, you're always eating one of those harvest bowls. And yeah. also the mint and cacao smoothie is a 10. Ooh. Okay, they're always on rotation for us in the morning and afternoon and night. I eat them all the time. Um, also the hazelnut and chocolate bites. Oh. Okay, I'm done. They're so good. You get the point. It's delicious. And by supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil, and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging where possible, Daily Harvest does the work. I eat and enjoy. It's a win-win. Uh, if eating well is a goal for 2023, let Daily Harvest support you on the journey. Go to dailyharvest.com chatty to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com chatty for up to $40 off your first box dailyharvest.com slash chatty love it okay okay what are you about to be honest about okay well you know about this this is more of a confession to everyone listening and then also for us to just talk about because this was wild so okay uh i during the break you know normal life everything's normal yeah i started having really crazy dreams like just super okay <laughs> I started having like really powerful dreams, like just vivid, vivid, vivid dreams um, that were like discombobulating. You know, when you wake up from one of these and you're like, you don't even know where you are. So I was having these regularly and to the point where like when I wake up, I just am like lost. Like I'm just literally like, are we who's what's going on? Who are you? You know what I mean? Just like out of it. Uh -huh. um, well, I had a dream that I was flying in the clouds. Okay. And I was flying. And it was very epic. And I descend like, like heaven, you know, and I descended as I was flying. I descended upon this cloud that had a toilet on it, it was just by itself. <laughs> okay. I descend upon and I just, I just, I just get right next to it. And I start peeing into this toilet in the sky. And then I wake up because I'm peeing on myself in my bed. No. And no, I'm not I did, I'm not drinking. I wasn't drunk. This was like this was just this, a genuine This was like a midweek like we're just, you know, life is normal, nothing's nothing shifted and no. <laughs> has, has wet the bed. I full-blown pissed the bed, dude. What? Like and not a little bit. Not like oh, like I woke up from being wet. <laughs> like the wetness woke me up, dude. And I want to say it was like an hour before I woke up too. Cause I was kind of no, like, no, it was, was it middle of the night. No, remember, I, don't well, remember. I guess it was still dark out because I wake up to Evan <laughs> like, like putting towel and like pulling up the sheets 
and he's like, I'm getting like tossed around and I'm like, what is going on? I, I literally, I'm, I'm out of it. So I'm like, I can't quite put together like what he's doing in the middle yeah. of the night, like moving so swiftly. And I'm like, Evan, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? And Evan's just like, I, I peed the bed. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like I, I'm out of it. So it's taking me like a minute. I'm like, you mean Ashley, like our dog, was she in the bed and did she pee? Or she is always in the bed. I'm like, did she pee in the middle of the night on the bed? That's just what I assumed you meant. And then I, you were like, no, I peed the bed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was one of the few times like in our marriage where I literally was like, this could change everything. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally had nervous. I almost felt nervous to tell you like there's levels to like, to like honesty. You know what I mean? And I could just kind of like slowly damp it and then like lay on it almost. And then just like when it wakes up, just like I'm going to wash the sheets and then spend the time and just pretend it never happened. But me confessing that to you was like a real jump in our relationship. I, <laughs> it didn't change anything for me. You know me. what I mean? Because it could be just like, oh, we're all good how she played it off. But then like maybe she just never no, looks at except the for the fact, except for the fact that I do love having it now in my arsenal because my most favorite thing ever. Like, make sure you go to bed before, make sure you go to the bathroom before bed. Ev. Yeah, no, I can put that out there. But I, <laughs> you, and, you and Ember, go ahead, guys. Well, no, my most favorite thing ever was the second Ember woke up, you know, because Ember, Ember seven and. It's been a while since she peed the bed, yeah. but it's like they're kids. Every once in a while, it happens for her and it, you know, whatever. So I'm like, this is a moment. This is a beautiful moment in parenting where you get to like, you know, look at your child and go, guess what? I do it too. It happened to me too. Yeah. And so I couldn't wait to wake up. And the second Ember woke up, I was like, Ember, come here. Oh, dude, she <laughs> ran at me immediately. <laughs> and here's my thing. Here's my thing. I'm cool with that, right? But what I'm not cool with is her telling people at school. And then when I show up, like there's the pee guy. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, what if her teachers are like, hey, Ev, <laughs> Ember did great at school today. How you doing? Wash those sheets. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, because Ember will spread anything oh. you tell her. Oh, no. There are no secrets. <laughs> Ember spy has, of all time. No, Ember, Ember, worst spy ever. Ember has revealed every single family secret that has ever been shared in front of her the second she goes back to school. Um, no, but the second Ember woke up, I was just like, hey, Ember, guess what? Dad wet the bed. And she lived for it Gosh, it was like top moment of her for 2022 she was like for real i'm like yeah see it happens sometimes dad went to bed too and so now ember will throw it around every once in a while in the past couple weeks where she'll be like dad remember that one time unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable yeah like if ashley pees somewhere you know our, our little chihuahua if she pees we'll be like oh dad does that too you know, whatever <laughs> Roast me. I mean, I'm like, well, Dad's not peeing on the carpet yet, but I mean, <laughs> but now it's open, you know, open season. You know, it's freedom. Well, That's the thing. We can all just pee anywhere. Well, the biggest problem with this, and, and and it's been a while now. It's been like three weeks or something like that. The biggest problem was the next night, like being so scared. Yeah. Of like, am I the pee guy now? Like, is this my lifestyle? Do yeah. I pee in the bed regularly yeah. now? And it's like those. Those like following three nights, like I was nervous. And remember, I, you were nervous, but what did I do? I just cuddled right up on you. You're like, and give I me all like, that pee, baby. And I was like, hey, if you want to <laughs> pee on me, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm willing to develop a develop a kink just for you, baby. If, <laughs> if, if we're the pee couple now, it's we're on. the pee couple. If you're a peer, I'm a peer, babe. <laughs> and then she pisses the bed the next night, and I'm like, whoa. And then I'm like, no, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> it's our version of the Notebook. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Oh. I'm like, if you're gonna piss God. on me i will accept it willingly no but i cuddled up on you and i'm like if this is what we do and you know what 
think about that next time I'm sick. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, full honesty, that was a good one. That Thank was a really so good like wrap around. You brought it back around and absolutely decimated. I will say. No, I mean, it was like, I want to, I now that like we're saying this, I want to hear people out there. Like, do you guys have any good stories of just like, yeah, give mine, us some wet the bed stories. Because well, it's like the dream is what made it so bizarre. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally get it. I mean, I've, every time I have a bathroom related dream, I always check. I, like, I wake up yeah, in like, sure. a, like a cold sweat. I'm yeah. like, is, am I good? Yeah. Because <laughs> it feels so real. I'm Dude. also curious. I would love to know the dream psychology behind what what like urinating in your dreams means you know because there's every, every everything in your dream is typically has like some sort of symbol yeah i'm, I'm too I'm are you too... experiencing extreme freedom perhaps you're flying Ooh. there's a gorgeous toilet in the sky you're peeing freely with no oh, inhibitions and you're just yeah. maybe you're just loose maybe you're just happy so you just peed yourself maybe the happiest people pee the bed maybe yeah, we should do some research on that i think that's um, a good thing to look into but yeah, the dream. It's like next time I'm flying in the sky, I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna start pinching myself. Like, don't do it, don't do it. I know what's coming next, because it was it was just too like it wasn't like oh I was running and I was a uh, doing something in my dream and then I stopped to go to the bathroom. It was like the whole thing was like ah. Oh, then the porcelain was shown. Oh, you yes. know what I mean? Anyway, so luckily it's been a couple of weeks now. I'm pee free. You yeah, know, maybe it was is. a one time thing, but you know, famous last words. I don't know. <laughs> well. I appreciate you having what a what a beautiful honest confession to our family today. If there's a peace support group out there, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I have a thought. Yeah. So before we dive into a, well, we'll talk about it, but yeah. dive into some reality TV biz. But before we get a little more into that, um, I thought it would be nice since it's the top of the year yeah. to have a moment about like talking about, I'm not so much of a new year's resolution person. I've never Mm. been because I typically always fail immediately. And then I don't like that. I, I don't like that attitude in my life, that energy of like, there you did it again. It's a lot of pressure. It's so much pressure. A lot of pressure to be like on this day, Mm -hmm. change your life. No, I I do a little hack. What's your hack? A week before I start it. Oh, okay. Does that make a difference? Yes. Really? Big, big hack for so you myself. you have some like pre-New Year momentum going? Not only, yes. But it's also like it takes the pressure off of like, because what happens to me when I, when I say like, I'm going to do this one thing, I then like binge whatever. So like, let's say I'm going to be really clean this year and I'm going to clean my house, right? Then I let my house go to shit for the last week. So then that first start is way harder. Whatever your thing is, right? Oh, okay. So what I do is like a week before, I almost surprise myself. I go, I'm just going to do it right now. And then it kind of like tricks the brain into like not putting so much pressure on a thing. Okay. So anyway, nice. just anybody yeah. out there? Well, unfortunately, this comes too late. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, <laughs> it's past the new year. So this is great Sorry, advice, guys. but it is, it is a tad bit late. But yeah, I'm not like a resolution person. Right. Um, but I like the idea of um, getting into the year with like either a word. I know a lot of people do a word, but like a word or just kind of an energy of something that I want to focus on for the year. Yeah. So I thought it might be nice to... For you and I to share maybe mm. what we had. I love that. Um, should I go first? Yes, please. Okay. Um, so I know for myself, 2022, I was very much like, this is going to be my year of trying new things. I'm going to try new things. I'm going to try new things. Well, guess what? About a month in, I was trying new things numerous times a week. And all of a sudden, you know, the year had a... Um, had a different idea for itself. It was 2022 was filled with a lot of like 
quiet days and nights, like simple, a lot mm. of simplicity, but then also like a lot of, you know, there was loss, there was emotional ups and downs for us. And, um, and I think a big thing too, for me is like, I mean, and you were, you were with me, you watched me go through it. I definitely had a lot of mental health struggles yeah. through 2022 mm -hmm. and that had been a few years before I had, bef since I had been you know, having some bipolar flare ups yeah. and all that stuff. So 2022 was kind of difficult in that way. So it kind of hit me and stopped me in my tracks. Like I had this, this idea for, for 2022 that it was going to be like new things. We're going to go nuts. And then my body was like, no, 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 no. You are sitting and you are staying put mm. and we need to do some deep like rehashing going on of, priorities and and values and and all of that and um and so i think what it really taught me 2022 is what i want to go into 2023 with is and i th i guess my word would be like cherish mm. um i want to like really really soak up every quiet moment and every simple like any simple time we have together yeah. or a friend and I have together. I think that I, I've spent a lot of my life like looking for what's next. Like everything's always around the corner. Yeah. Like, okay, if I do this then I'm going to get here and, and yeah, today's, today's filled with, you know, a lot of busy work, but then tomorrow is like that big party. I'm going to get to that party and I, and I miss everything. And then that doesn't help with my anxiety because it's just then always just on this, in this hamster wheel of like where to next and 2022, I feel like really taught me that it's like, it sounds so cliche, but like I have a hard time ever remembering it as like today is mm. what's, is what I have. And it's so valuable. So in 2023, I'm like, I really want to just like, like sit like in this moment. I'm like, I'm here. I'm here with my husband who I love so much. I'm here with Lee and I cherish you so much. Yeah. And like everyone listening who's, who's here with us and, and getting ready to go on this journey with us. Like I, I treasure it so much and just like this is it and soak it up and give people their flowers while they're here telling yeah. people how much you love them like even if it's awkward looking into their eyes and being like i want you to know i love you so oh. much oh, yeah. and i i cherish you so much and don't let that pass because felt that a lot this year and mm. and um or in 2022 and so i don't know i'm just like 2022 he's like you know you're my best friend i love yeah. you so much and 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 uh and I've always known that, but 2023, like 2022, like cemented that so much for me that I'm like, Oh my God, like, yeah, this is it. Like, this is the big, this is the big stuff. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what I like about what you said is like, you know, people talk a lot about presence being present and mm -hmm. everything. But what I like about what you're saying is like, there's a positive spin on it. Mm. It's just like, you like, it's almost like a practicing thankfulness. You know, like you're, you're, you're saying like, Hey, I want to be present, but I also want to, to like, realize how good it is and how much good is in this moment and how much good is in this yeah. person I'm talking to, how much beauty is in this sun, you know, sunrise or whatever it is. It's kind of like you're focusing on a cherishing element. Right. And I think that's so important because it's like, we were looking at this video, you know, that you made of kind of the last year and we were talking and it was like, it felt like the year was great, but it did feel like there was a lot of hard times were, and a lot yeah. of like struggle. But then, if you look at all our pictures that we took on our phones, it's like great time after great time after great time after great time. Even if it's just playing in your front yard, you're going, 
look at we were smiling they had how fun it was but you weren't not you but we weren't no, like sitting yeah. there going look at how awesome this is mm-hmm. you're just thinking okay we gotta make sure we get to the thing and oh after right. this let's wrap this up and get there. it's like you're not soaking in how good actually things well, are and that's the thing so, and exactly what you're saying it's like it's not this idea which i don't like this idea of like the toxic positivity where it's like no 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 everything's no, no. good just like focus on the positive <laughs> okay, and right. just plow through and there's no hard times it's like i realize that i'm really really bad at being at slowing down and i'm really bad at not just thinking about my, the next thing mm. i'm i really struggle with that and so i'm like in those moments where I'm thinking like, and I'm like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. But in this moment, what I'm doing right now is I'm driving in the car. I'm next to Evan. I'm holding your hand. Uh Uh-oh, here come the tears. (laughs) But I'm holding your hand and I'm like, and I have you right now. Mm. And in that moment, I'm like, I really want to do a good job of being like, okay, yeah, I got a ton of shit I need to do tomorrow. But right now I'm holding your hand and you're with me here now and nothing's promised. And I want to just sit and do a really good job about like mm. soaking in, in the simple small moments because I let all that shit fly by, you know? Really hard not to. Yeah. Really hard not to. Um, I feel the same. I mean, yeah. definitely, you know, I think about that. And um, my kind of version of this, <clears throat> my word or phrase or whatever you want to say, I would say is get outside mm-hmm. and so when Thomas, we, we, we did Thomas last year, who, if you guys don't know, he was the medium we met with last year. I love Thomas. And Jessica Lignato, the queen. who does all the astrology. She's amazing. And they both told me, like, you got to get outside. Yeah. And at first I was thinking about the fact, it was like, first of all, yes, nature, like, and being outside is like, it gives me it's life. Healing, you know, yeah. it's healing. Um, but then I also thought about this thing where it's to connect kind of what you're saying, which is, when I'm inside, I'm seeing everything I need to clean. My computer's right there. I need to answer emails. My um, phone is right there. I need to hop, you know, whatever, scroll through some bullshit. It's like there's always something staring at me and screaming at me saying, do, 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 do. But when you're outside, there is no like, you know what I mean? Like you're just, what am I going to, like I'm in the, if I'm in the forest, I'm at the beach, like there's nothing to do other than just be there and just mm-hmm. enjoy and be like, feel the earth and you know what I mean? Like be there. And then it's like, so for me, it's like get outside and bring you with me. Mm-hmm. So it's like bring Ember and Jess with me, you know, and if, if bring Ember into that world and say, Hey, you got to get out, you know, you got to, you got to feel, you got to get grimy and gross and, you know, just like yeah. be a part of that again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because if for me personally, I'm not saying that's how it is with everybody, but for me personally, when I'm inside too long, I start to just, be overwhelmed by like to do's and these yeah. concepts and these things. And then I'm not present at all. I'm not cherishing at all. I'm just like checking boxes, 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 boxes. And then a week goes by and it was like, well, even was that week. It was just a box checked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. I feel like, which is the point of that is me saying like, put yourself, I'm going to put myself in a position to be able to be present and cherish and whatever. And that is my position. Mm-hmm. Like my position is getting outside. It allows me to kind of like relinquish, all those things, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that so. a lot. Well, I'm excited to, to do both of those things. Yeah. Um, like as a family and do it all in all together. And yeah. you know what? 
I'm going to cherish every moment and maybe sometimes we can record the podcast outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly, that's a great idea. We'll move it to the front lawn and so all the cars passing by can see us. And uh, we should do like a like a camp, like a fire. Yeah. One, where we like fireside, nice. fireside chat. Ooh, yeah, that that's nice so and cozy. Don't steal that. Anyone. <laughs> The crackling of the fire. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that feels real good. That feels wow. real good. Well, thanks for sharing that. Thank I you for thanks it. for bringing that up. I think that's really important, especially starting this podcast too. Yeah. Is like even just right now sitting here, the temptation could be be you know have fun, be engaging, you know, talk about fun things, have a good time, blah 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 blah, blah. and then it's over, and you're kind of like, whew, what happened? Yeah. But it's like, or we could just be like, oh, we're sitting in this chair with two amazing people with yeah. my beautiful wife, like yeah. sitting here like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like we're just talking and having a blast. Yeah. Like this is special. Yeah. I, I love it. I love you. Love you too. Cute. <laughs> we love you too, Lee. We love you. Love you guys. <laughs> oh, cute. Um, okay. Well, here's the thing. We got some, we got some important business to attend yes. to. So family we have created this podcast and also here's the thing too about this podcast we we're, we're moving with what with what you all are enjoying like yeah. this is a this is a moving entity we're gonna see where it goes we're gonna see what people like we're gonna see what we like we're yeah. gonna let it flow and go but the basis for this is you're coming into our living room yes once a week given some maybe okay advice yes. given our opinions <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that might just, you know, sometimes be off kilter, but here they are. Um, like and any good parent. Like any, like any good parent. You know what I mean? We try. Um, and so we're going to be talking about all sorts of advice and what's going on in our lives and processing yeah. that, having some interviews with some exciting guests. But a big focus of this is, listen, what we loved doing with Chatty Broads was talking reality TV. Yes. And I like doing that from the perspective of, you know, two people who uh, have never been on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. <laughs> but you know what? We still have our, our takes and we're going to be going over all different reality TV shows, um, different pop culture news. Yeah. So we thought for our first episode, it would be important to, um, to try out a segment. Mm. Um, and we'd like to call this segment... Reality TV roulette. Roulette. Reality. <laughs> or, 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 which one's roulette? Roulette's the throw one? Yeah, yeah right. roulette's the throw one, right? Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reality TV roulette. And this is a segment where we are going to, we're going to spin that magical yeah. zoom wheel. In this segment, we are going to spin that magical zoom wheel and we're going to see what reality TV star pops up to answer one of our questions. I and here's this. the thing. We're going to do this time, we're yeah. going to do bachelor alum roulette Ooh. edition because we told you all we cannot resist the first reality tv show we're going to be covering is we got to do the bachelor you have Zach to season, that's home base for us it's home base zach season is coming up in a couple weeks so yes. we are going to do bachelor alumni reality tv roulette and uh in this specific edition we thought that it would be interesting to spin that that exciting zoom wheel yeah. see what bachelor alum will pop up and we want to get advice from from the inside yeah. i want to hear listen we're your mom and dad right here yeah. we are we're the parents we're giving advice about shit that we know about or that we don't know about what we don't know about is what it's like to be on a reality tv show so i want to hear from bachelor alumni what advice what pieces of advice they would give to contestants either going on the show, 
who are currently on the show are getting off. I want that inside. Like, what is it like if we're on a phone call with an alum talking mm. to someone who's going to be coming off of Zach's season or going on? Which is invaluable. I think so. I mean, so, you and know. I'm not going to be like your dad, you know, like the classic dad that won't ask for directions. Well, no, we're going to ask, gonna for, ask directions. for directions here, baby. We're going to be, we're, gonna, we're growing, we're changing. And I'm going to say, hey, instead of getting my family lost on this family trip, I'm going to go, hey, what should be, should, what should people be doing Thank on the show? Thank you, King. We take out that toxic masculinity and we put in, <laughs> we're asking for the directions <laughs> and we're going to ask in this, in this segment of reality TV star roulette, bachelor edition alums, give the contestants the BTS advice. Let's because listen, there might be people listening to this podcast right now who want to audition. Dude. So we want to hear the, we want to hear the advice. You want to know before you get into it. And we want to know before recapping it. Yes. We got to know what it's like from their perspective, right? Mm -hmm. So um, before we dive into the Zoom roulette, this is awesome. You guys are going to love this. I'm so excited. Uh, We got to take a quick pause. Quick pause. Um, Listen, everyone, I know for myself, the start of the new year, it always feels like the right time to schedule doctor's appointments and check in with where you're at health wise. But what about your reproductive health? This is truly so important. We need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and exactly what we want, what you want specifically for your future, whatever that may be. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones uh, at home with a simple finger prick. I have done this. It is so easy. You get the fingerprint, uh, finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. It's so fast. You'll get insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve, which is um, if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age and other important factors that can impact your fertility. Um, And the results, they go deep into what every hormone means. And you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps, which is what I did. They make it so convenient. Um, And traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty, you can get $20 off your test. Uh, So if you want kids today or maybe one day in the future or not at all, whatever you want for your future, clinically sound information about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering offering our listeners $20 off the first test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That means your test will cost cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty, modernfertility.com slash chatty. So if your New Year's goals are to manage your budget better and save money, yeah, hi, it's me. <laughs> it's me. I know we're talking about New Year's resolutions. That is something I am attempting to do this year is to honestly manage my budget better and save that money, um, which is why I would highly encourage you to join me using Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I have to tell you all, when I got Rocket Money and saw how many subscriptions that I was signed up for that I had no idea about, yeah. the amount of money was, it was staggering. It's crazy. <laughs> it was staggering, It's to crazy be how it just leaks out in little bits. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have been using these guys. Mm-hmm. 
for the last two years, well before they sponsored the podcast. Oh yeah. So like I've I'm they're fantastic, tried and true. Um, and we're not alone. Over eighty percent of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Like that streaming service you uh, bought to watch just one show. Oh, I'm so guilty of that. Or just free <laughs> yes, trial. Just a free trial that you have never used. Well, Rocket Money makes it easy to fix that. In fact, they make canceling subscri- subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Just find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more nightmare long hold times and customer oh, service or so tedious intense. email back and forth. It's the worst. Yes. Um, over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. And like Evan said, we are two of those 3 million people. Okay. So a personal, a personal thank oh, yeah, you to definitely. Rocket Money for making it so easy for me to cancel those subscriptions. I uh, don't need like, I don't know, the app that lets me insert funny dog and cat images into every photo. It was cute, but I don't need to it be paying. It was a good one-time thing. It was thing. great, yeah, but yeah. I don't need to be paying for it monthly. Okay. Stop throwing that money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash chatty that's rocketmoney.com slash chatty rocketmoney.com slash chatty all right are you ready are you ready let's do this are you ready to try this new segment i am so excited are you ready to spin the reality tv roulette zoom wheel bachelor edition (laughs) (laughs) let's go let's go all right who's gonna be the first person who do you think i have no idea Let's see, let's see, let's see. And oh my God, it's Deandra. Let's go. (laughs) Thank you so much. This is such an amazing surprise. Hey guys. (laughs) I am such a big fan of yours. I'm so excited to have you on as our first Zoom surprise. This is so exciting. Do you mind if we ask you a question? Of course. Okay, so you are famously known for having one of the most iconic entrances ever you came out on peace season gorgeous gown with the windmill you know it was incredible also you just had such amazing energy so my question is what is a piece of advice that you would give for contestants arriving that first night I would say use your unique personality trait as like your superpower for the night. So if you're awkward, do something that's a little awkward. If you're quirky, do something that's quirky. If you're confident, do an entrance that's going to exude whatever your personality that's uniqueness makes you special. That's like the biggest thing. Oh, and be careful when you're walking on the driveway because it's very slippery. <laughs> oh, no. Very oh, slippery. Wow. Have, you, have you seen any falls? I haven't, but they have to spray it down with water to give it like that dark, gleamy look. So if you're walking in heels, please do not fall. Do not <laughs> Lord fall. knows. Maybe Ooh, put one of those sketchy. little sticky pads underneath the shoes, some sort of grip tape on the shoes beforehand. Exactly. exactly. So if you're, as you're walking in heels, be, be very careful. Okay. And what about nerves that first night? I would say it's it's nerve wracking. It was honestly yeah. like I blacked out. Like, you know, I was <laughs> yeah. at the end of the driveway and then before I knew it, I was inside the house. So nerves, I would say if you can have a glass of champagne before, mm-hmm. um, usually they, ha- they have like something like that. And then also just realize it's almost like a first date. It's just like a glorified first date. So we right. all go on dates, you know, kind of like bring it down to earth in your mind. He's just a human. So right. it's just a regular person. It's not, you know, it's nothing. It's, true. it's not a God. You're not coming exactly. God. It's not a God. It's not a celebrity. It's, you yeah. know, it's, right. it's a real person. Do you feel like, cause some people walk up and are just like, Hey, yeah, a little quick line and that's over. And then there's like more like people like you that come in with like a real plan and a whole thing. 
Right. If you had to err on one side, would you say come in with so, like bang or just keep it simple? Like I after your experience? Definitely come in with a bang. Okay. In my opinion, I forget the people who do the one line. Right. Like, That's okay. true. Make it special. Like make him feel like you put some thought into showing your personality in that first moment. Cause that's really the biggest part. I feel like since you don't get a ton of time with him the first night, he's going to yeah. remember your entrance. If you do something like crazy good. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when there's a million names to remember. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. It's insane. No clue. Well, you see him after they're always like, uh, shit, what was the name? <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. I had a side question and this is more of just a personal thing that I'm working through which is you're kind of like a fashion icon and <laughs> your fashion's amazing. It's the best. Um, <laughs> my fa- pre like the pandemic, my fashion was decent. And then I just kind of retired into like one pair of sweatshorts <laughs> and like a long sleeve shirt for the last three years. It's <laughs> um, been the same outfit. <laughs> anyway. So my question is like, what, I mean, like give maybe some tips for just getting back into the fashion, you know, I'm getting back into like, okay, how do we, ramp this up without jumping too hard you know what i mean like a nice a nice transition yeah i would say some fashion tips take those sweats and dress them up like i'm so big on taking something comfortable and then adding like a chic top or like you know cool accessory to make it look a little nicer i'm i'm a big believer in comfort so that same sweat whatever pants or yeah (laughs) shorts shorts maybe like a cool pair of sneakers or like maybe like a cool jacket you can wear it out like transition it into like outerwear i like that because it's non-judgmental too you know what i mean you're not judging me for my sweatshorts (laughs) you're allowing me to live in my comfort you know okay good 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 i appreciate it i'll work on it absolutely (laughs) i have the same sweats that i wear almost every day too i just yeah yeah it started getting better when jess was like again Okay. <laughs> I didn't I mean, say anything for a while. Great. It's been a, two years now. So I think it's time <laughs> to maybe change it up. <laughs> thank thank cool. you so much, Deandra. We so appreciate it. Anything that you want to let our audience know about that you have coming out? Obviously, they got to check you out on Instagram because, like Evan said, the fashion, fashion. inspiration. <laughs> well, I appreciate that you guys think that I'm a fashion icon. That makes me really are. happy. You are. Um, just I don't stay um, up to date with my YouTube. I do discussions with D. It's been a while since I've posted one, but I really want to be consistent with that. And that's something I want to do in the future. So stay tuned for my YouTube and just keep up with me on Instagram. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you Thank so you. much. Of course. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you. Of course. See ya. She is so beautiful i'm 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 a little bit like okay all right we're gonna get into into our next contestant but i'm like wow thank you so much to deandra all right okay who are we gonna have next who is next who Who is is next next? who is next who is next and oh my god speaking of gorgeous we have elise in the building it's our it's our party pal. It's our party pal. <laughs> I never want to hang out with you guys again unless it's long distance. <laughs> it's too dangerous. It's it too dangerous. No way. I think LA is still waiting on their like tequila volume to come back uh, in their shipment after yeah. us hanging out together. Yes. So <laughs> it's the best for everyone if we just do this maybe once a year. <laughs> the hangover lasted the last time we hung out for me about like yeah. four to five days. So yeah, we gotta we yeah. gotta take a minute take before we see each other in person. <laughs> this is a much safer option. Oh yes. well, Elise, here's the thing. Can I ask you a question? Always. Thank you. 
you are the friend and this is this is the truth elise is our friend and if you like elise is the type of person that everyone needs an elise in their life you are just like the best friend ever i wish you lived you know for the for the health of our hangovers maybe not you know right next door but i wish you lived closer but here's my question in regards to friendships, I wondered if you had a piece of advice for contestants going into The Bachelor, The Bachelorette with building friendships in the mansion in such a high stress environment. If you had a piece of advice, because Evan and I were talking the other day and we were wondering, we're like, is it is it better to just go in and focus on the lead or is it better to like go in, focus on friendships and then see if love organically happens? Can you do both? I mean... You have to do both just for survival because okay. you're cut off from friends, family, news, TV, phone, books, like any outlet to, you know, not focus on the situation happening around you. So you have to make friends. I did it. Maybe this could be seen as a little bit manipulative, but whatever gift you have, use yeah. it. So I've been a makeup artist for 12 years and I obviously. Was <laughs> Thank you. Look I was you. fortunate enough that I had um, roses the first couple of ceremonies. So I had extra time. I didn't, I wasn't doing as many interviews. So I just started offering like, Hey, do you want me to help you with your makeup? Do you want me to help you with your hair? And wow. as we all know, you tell your hairstylist absolutely everything. <laughs> so it was my way of kind of being quiet and being helpful so that no one was mad at me, right? They're like grateful that I'm doing <laughs> right. this, helping them in this time crunch because it is a lot of hurry up and wait on this show. Mm -hmm. So my experience is use whatever gifts you have. If you have the gift of gab, be the one that's in all the girl chats, boy chats. That's what they call them. Um be the one that's kind of in the know so you have you have a little understanding of what's going on when you're not there because there's a lot of times where you're not invited on dates. You're not mm. part of the day in, day out experience. You're just hanging out at the hotel or at the mansion, whatever. So it was kind of my way of getting <laughs> investigative journalist, if you will. <laughs> I'm going to call it deep undercover spy instead of investigative <laughs> journalist. Because you're like, you're like, oh, yeah, you're just like, oh, here's just some do the service for you. No problem. De not them not knowing that you're like, uh, you know, an undercover agent who's uh, a deep conditioning that. treatment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finding out. Yeah. It kept me aloft on what was going on. I like that. That's a slick move. And like who, it. what people weren't vibing and why. So then I could kind of form my own opinions when you mm -hmm. don't always get a lot of time right away to make opinions based on anything besides like surface level conversation. Mm -hmm. And what would your advice be then for, because of course there's lots of different personalities and you never know who's going to, you know, you're meeting all different people. What about uh, advice for dealing with all sorts of different personalities in a confined space? This is going to sound a little bit silly unless you've been through this experience. Probably everyone to some degree journals during it okay. because it's, it's the one thing that's off limits to production. It's also off limits. I think we all understand it's off limits to each other. I never saw that that would be disrespected. So you would have time here and there to just jot down your true and honest feelings about it and kind of process Buy a journal, buy three of them, <laughs> uh, because that is the only time that you're going to be able to sort through your thoughts 
quote unquote, alone. You might have three people journaling around you, but that's really the only time that you're going to have to to not have other people's influence or them in your ear telling you how you feel about a situation. Interesting. A moment of peace. <laughs> Solidarity. Yeah. So what you're saying then is if you want to be a true evil villain, go through everyone's journals. And then if you want, if you want privacy, make sure if you're going to go on the show, bring a lock <laughs> for your journal. Like a little padlock for yeah. your journal. Maybe. Okay, like good. That's good enough. Right, right. Okay, you know, go cool. to those big ass locks, <laughs> yeah. just full padlock. Right. Okay, great. Retina scan. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we need oh awesome. Elise we love you so much thank you for being just the best friend ever we so appreciate okay. you always and soon once our livers recover I'll be back in LA Amazing. Person. <laughs> well in the meantime everybody go check out a case of the Sunday Scaries Elise's podcast it is amazing anything for our audience to know that you want to share yeah, um, it's been kind of heavy on my heart to do a series that is more personal to my story instead of yeah. just always covering other people's story. Um, so starting, well, as you hear this, I'm sure it's the first episode is already out, but I'll be sharing um, my history of abuse mm -hmm. and then talking with professionals about how to have resources to get out of that safely if that is a situation that you or a loved one um, finds themselves in, unfortunately. You're amazing. amazing. We love you so much, Elise. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right. Who do you think is going to be next? I don't know, but I'm excited. I can't wait. Let's see. Let's see. Who could it be? Let's go. And it is Dr. Joe. Are Dr. you Joe. kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? How are Joe, you? Thank you so much for joining right. us. Fresh from work, I believe, too. Yes. Just got in the door 10 minutes ago through uh, some hairspray in. And uh, yeah, here I am. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for getting so glam for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have time to put the uh, the lipstick on. But uh, you know time. what? Next time. Next time. It looks great. Um, do you mind if we ask you a question, Dr. Joe? Uh, I don't mind at all. Shoot. Okay. Okay. So obviously we all know the moment that you entered the screens, all of America fell in love with you. It was like a wave of obsession with Dr. Joe. <laughs> so everyone felt very passionate about loving you. And also it was clear that you were so beloved in the house. But I have a question for you about conflict in the house. Um, obviously, high stress situation, production, late nights, there's bound to be conflict. So I was wondering if you could give a piece of advice to any contestants going on the show in the future for handling conflict or drama, what would that advice be? Sure. First of all, I just want to say it's it's hard to avoid. I mean, when you think about the situation yeah. where you have a bunch of young testosterone-laden men um, <laughs> who are all put in a competition yeah. Uh, vying, all vying for the love of the same woman, mm -hmm. um, away from family and friends, um, with not able to go to the gym seven times a day that they normally do, uh, <laughs> with a dash of alcohol and a lot of late nights, uh, you're gonna have, it's a perfect storm for conflict. So, um, I think that's, it's, it's gonna happen, Yes, but I do think one, if you focus on, you know, your relationship with the person, the man or the woman, the lead, um, and you really work on that relationship, you think about that, 
all the other stuff is kind of just noise in the background. Mm -hmm. And um, you're really just trying to get, I mean, the point of you being there is really to get to know somebody on a very, very deep level, which can be hard. And you have such little time that you really want to try to maximize the time that you have. So that would be part of it. Um, In addition, um, I think even amongst the people there, there are so many people from that will come together. All the other c- contestants, they're all from all, like such different walks of life, different right. parts of the country, um, all have different jobs and backgrounds and interests and stories. And it's harder to get into a fight with somebody who you've, you know, had a beer with and mm-hmm. actually spoken to and got to know a little bit. And so when you realize some that person who you may not be seeing eye to eye with at a certain point, is actually reasonable and you actually had some good moments with them. I think that goes a long way also. I think Mm. that's fantastic. Beautiful. I don't know if we should ask the guy who clearly seems like he wouldn't have a conflict problem. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he seems like he like he he perfectly knows how to like deal with all this drama. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, here, well, you just share a beer with someone, you know, meanwhile other guys are like, it's over for you. (laughs) I know. know. Throw me, throw me on 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 the stage of The Bachelor, and I know that I would just be conflict left and right with my my drama personality. (laughs) That's great. Part of that's true too. It's gonna be based on the person also i mean some people just i think there's two types of two groups of people get into conflicts on the show one are people who in life may be just a little more excitable and that's just how some people are Mm -hmm. and you can't change that yeah i think the more interesting subset of people would be the ones who again it's a it's a produced show there are producers on the show and there may be some people who think it might be a good idea to get into a conflict, whether or not they really feel that strongly, but <laughs> right. uh, kind of, you know, play it up a little bit. Right. For screen time for just yeah. to get give it to the people outside the crowd. Give it yeah. to the people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think if you look back, I don't know. I'm no expert on the show. You guys probably, you probably definitely know better than I do, but in the end, especially since there is post-processing, uh, there's editing that goes on mm-hmm. after the fact. As right as you think you are, and as justified as you think you are, um, it generally, I think, based on the people I know who have been involved in altercations, it generally doesn't go well um, afterwards. And it's uh, it's a Faustian bargain. You know, you may mm-hmm. get more screen time, but there's a lot of negativity that comes with that. And mm-hmm. I think for people in that second camp who are kind of want to do it for screen time, they should really think about it um, and just think about whether or not that's the kind of energy they want to write to them during or after, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how many winners have been in very, you know, significant conflicts on the show and actually, you know, had a great relationship with somebody. Right. I think at least the ones that I've known who have gone on and, and, and been done well on the show and have formed real connections with the, the lead, they kind of stayed out of the fray and kind of just did kind of what I said initially, which was just try to get to know somebody. Right. That's great advice. If I ever go on a reality TV show, I'm going to keep this in mind. <laughs> Don't just try to get all the dramatic screen time yeah. to have my moment. <laughs> you, uh, you, you, because 
you are a doctor and the way you're speaking it's it just is so calm it's like it's putting me in i need a little bit of health advice okay (laughs) so this has nothing to do with what we're talking about i apologize for derailing this but like i feel like i'm in the doctor's office right now you're like just smoothly talking here's what we need to do here's what'll be healthy what do you need i have an issue like I'm like, do what we is need he? to be drinking all this water? Okay, this is like a thing right, I'm struggling right. with mm-hmm. right now. Like, mm-hmm. the people are carrying around huge gallons of water. Am I just yeah. not that thirsty? I have like a glass a day and I'm good. But everyone's <laughs> driving. It's like 40 gallons. Like, what am I? Am I doing something wrong? Not what, the like, water. <laughs> listen, um, uh, I think uh, that's uh, the water thing. I mean, it's obviously it's it's healthy to drink water. I think a lot of uh, studies. That's have your worn opinion. Out. That's <laughs> your opinion. That's my opinion. My yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't the put that on me. Of, uh, yeah. of research studies uh, that have been done. But I think part of it is also, um, I don't know, like people that I know drink it when you're feeling hungry. Like if you just have some water, okay, it also helps you kind of bridge that little gap. So got it. I mean, I can't tell you the the obviously without it you'll die. So okay. there's extremes here. <laughs> right. Hey, um, I'll, so, I'll I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. Thank drink, you, Joe. Drink, drink, drink the water, Evan. Drink, okay, chill, 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 chill. Thank you, Doctor Joe, for letting him know that he needs to drink water and try to get fine, over this fine. anti-water brigade this man has been on for years. <laughs> I appreciate you for giving my husband a longer life. Um, thank you so much. We so appreciate, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, your Instagram, anything else that the uh, the listener should be aware of that you have maybe coming out? We love your Instagram for all of your your videos and your medical updates. It's amazing. Um, thank you. I, uh, I I'm not on it very much, honestly. I think um, yeah, I'm just not a not a big fan of social media. Mm. But if there's anything any health issue that arises, I'll definitely uh, post about it. Um, but as far as next year, I'm just going to be, uh, kind of just plugging along with my life. Uh, I've got great friends, great family and, um, yeah, just happy, happy where I am. So wow. I want to keep it, that. keep it rolling. Beautiful. Love that. All right. Well, Dr. Joe, you're just the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. It was, uh, it was fun. It was fun chatting. Awesome. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. I'm excited. Who's next? Who we got next? Who we got next? And who is it? It's Ivan Hall. Yo. Oh my God. <laughs> Ivan, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. The weather here in Dallas is like 70 degrees right now and it's the middle Ooh. of the winter. So I'm very happy right now. But uh, thanks for having me and, and congrats on the new podcast. Thank Amazing. you so thanks much for coming, for coming on. on. Do you mind if we ask you a question? Of course. Okay. So one of the things that I loved about watching you on The Bachelorette was that you were always willing to really dive into really important conversations. And so my question is, if you were to give advice to a contestant going on the show, obviously the show, it's an expedited process trying to find love. What would your advice be uh, for a contestant to get into those really important relationship conversations in kind of this pressure cooker situation? Yeah, no, it's it's uh, such a tough situation. And um, kind of what I... Did I felt like in the beginning, I'm like, all right, I'm going on this reality dating show. Um, the expectation is to propose at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I get myself to be mentally and, and get this relationship ready um, to the point where I feel comfortable proposing there, um, right. whoever the bachelorette is. So like in the beginning, I was like, all right, so we got to talk about, you know, family. Then we got to talk about careers. Then we got to talk about who knows whatever religion next. Um, so I kind of have it mapped out in my head, like what's most important to me and, and how mm. I want to uh, go about that. 
but I will say, so you have to, you have to be intentional with these conversations. You can't just like um, ignore them. And then all of a sudden you end up, you know, at the end and you haven't had these talks. Um, but I would also say you don't want to force it. And that's like the tough thing. You know, it's like a balancing act. You don't want right. to go in there the first day, tell your whole life story, dump all the stuff on this girl that you just met. You have to take some time to just vibe with her, uh, chill right. first and just see how that actual, just like, you know, you know, just fun connection is first before you start. Even you might you may not even like the person, you know, really. So um, right. you don't want to just. <laughs> oh like, my god! Yeah, yeah, that's what, and and that's what I think was kind of interesting about our season was, it's almost like we had a do over since we had Claire and then Tasha. Like everybody kind of had right. practice because I think some guys were panicking, some guys were trying to figure out how to like right. get Claire's attention, telling her too much or whatever. And then second time it was just more relaxed. We just gotta, you know. We kind of already knew the process was like really a cheat code for us. Um, and that helped a ton, honestly, just going through it once and then getting a, a do over right after. But yeah. That makes so much sense. I didn't even think about that, that you were able to kind of get in flow a little bit before. Yeah, you walk up and you're like, hi, uh, here's where I work out. Here's where I hang out. Here's the food I eat. Here's my religion. Like, does that check? Here's my life ambitions. Like, yeah, so, exactly. so much. Here's yeah, how like, many children know. I want. Yeah, like, imagine like, going up to someone at a bar and just being like, here's my checklist. Does yeah. that work with you? And they're like, I don't even know you yet. Yeah. That's yeah. a tough balance. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, like the, the quick conversations in these group dates and whatever, like, especially the first one or two, like, don't make it too deep. I would mm -hmm. not make them too deep at all. And then if you get the one on ones or, of course, the, you know, fantasy suites, hometown dates, you have to dive into some stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the good thing about the fantasy suites is where you get to really like dig in about everything and, and really uncover some stuff because that's the most amount of time you get to spend with each other. Right. right. And then you have your off camera moments, which I'm sure exactly. is a relief. Yeah. No. Yeah. Major <laughs> relief. And kind of stressful too, though, because you're like, I don't know how this is about to go, but... <laughs> right, right, right. I had a side question. Um, thinking about coming off the show and kind of, you know, having watched it, kind of watched it before, after the whole thing. Do you have any advice for listeners? Viewers. Or, sorry, viewers, <laughs> listeners. Uh, do you have any advice for viewers? Almost just kind of like, hey, something to think about when you're watching these people. Because like, from our perspective, we only have the one angle, the edit, the everything. You know, do you have kind of like a, hey, guys, think about this when you're watching this or when you're watching this? Yeah. I mean, my biggest advice for the viewers is just like, have fun with it, relate to it, but don't take it completely seriously. Mm. Like just the, it's just the extreme stuff where, um, I don't know, like if you have the nerve to go on somebody's like social media and DM them something negative, like just don't do that. Just go yeah. say something positive <laughs> to the person you like instead. Just right. replace it. Like, there's no need to do the extra, the extra negative stuff. Like, because um, in some cases, it may not really be that person's fault because it is, you know, edited and stuff. So, um, you know, a lot of times it is, but in some cases it may not be. So you never really know too. Um, there's just, an, I, I don't know. I, I especially for myself, like, and since I'm a fan of the show now, I just watch it for like fun, really. Like, yeah. don't just don't. This is not liver. You know, everybody's learning. Everybody's young for the most part, and you're just mm -hmm. trying. They're just trying to figure things out, um, yeah. and and just go with it. It's reality TV at the end of the day. So I just say, don't take it too seriously, and spread positivity instead of mm -hmm. negativity. I love, I, well, I, I love that. Well, I disagree. You should watch it. <laughs> Like it's the truth and that there is nothing going on. And then everything that you see is exactly what happened. No. <laughs> yeah, we hear you though. But I love what you said. The idea of if you're about to send a negative DM to someone, instead DM someone that you really enjoyed from the show and send them something positive. Exactly. Just replace all the negativity with positivity. And a nice reverse switch. <laughs> exactly. Ivan, thank you so much thank for you. coming on the Vibe podcast. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, check us out. Uh, myself and Demar Jackson are on the Vibe podcast and it's going well. And we've been doing it for a few months and he's one of my best friends. Um, met him on the show. And uh, it's just so easy when you're getting the podcast with somebody that you're just so close with. Obviously, yeah. love case that. point with you guys. Yes. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, we're, but you know. We're still figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> but we love the podcast. Everybody make sure to check it out. Ivan, we so appreciate you. Thank you so much. Much love. Thanks for having me. Okay, let's see who's next. It's like Wait. the Wheel of Fortune, right? Yeah, but this this is roulette, so this is like the ball one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's see. toss the ball. And let's see who's next. Oh, my God. Mike Johnson hey. is in the building. <laughs> How are y'all? My forever bachelor. It is so good to see Yo, you. Man, chill, chill, man, chill, chill. Okay, chill, chill, chill. Chill, 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 chill. I appreciate you so much. So happy to see you guys. Oh, Mike, this makes my heart so happy. Do you mind if we ask you a question? No, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So, if you could give one piece of advice to anyone coming off of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, what would it be? I'm talking like we are seeing Mike Johnson having a private phone call with a contestant that is just coming off of the show, coming into the real world post all of this. What would that piece of advice be? Okay, so if someone I've done this actually before I hit up Dean Unglert uh, before going on the show. Oh, and okay. give me some advice. And so I've been blessed to be in that position now. So I'll give you all, if it's just me and one of the, the homies that are talking before they go on and after. Okay. I have five, uh, like a five piece, five, five piece series. You know how you get a two piece chicken? Yeah. It's going to be a five you piece. Got those- oh, <laughs> I never go two piece, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <There we> go, <laughs> Always the five go. piece. There you go. There you go. So first and foremost, I know it's cliche, but this is the only cliche one. Go for the right reasons, right? Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity to find love when both people are on the same page at the same time. Hopefully, if everyone mm-hmm. abides by that, right? Sure. Uh, number two, scrub your social media before Reddit scrubs <laughs> your social media. Like, quite honestly, or your, like, character arc will sadly be a, um, a perception of reality of what we see to you to be today, which, unfortunately, may be something that you did when you were 14 years old, but we're going to see it today right. and judge you off that today's climate. Um, and I truly mean that third, I would say, uh, damn it. Third, what would it be? What would be, uh, um, present your best self forward. Seriously. Whether you, whether you take that to be physical, your attitude, your personality, like this young lady or this young man is getting to see you. And so is America. So like, don't be looking ugly. You know what I mean? And that could be, that could be personality wise too. You know? Um, Mike, this is easy for you to say. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Don't, I say, don't be an asshole either. You can't be a dick out here. Uh, there's, plenty, there's plenty of dicks in the world. Come on now. Yeah, true, uh, true. of course. Second, second, second to last one. Second to last one, I would say is I would be remiss if I wasn't honest. And this mm. is a wonderful opportunity to get a whole ass load of nepotism. And so, therefore, yeah. be prepared, right? This is where I, the definition of luck is when an opportunity meets preparation. So you get lucky as AF to get on this show. If you are prepared and have done something, utilize this to network. Mm. And I truly mean that so that you can grow economically and like just level your head, level your life up. I truly mean that. I don't care what no one says. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Use that opportunity for sure. That would be my. Oh, and then lastly, effing smile and like just laugh <laughs> your way through it. You're going to learn people so much better. 
people are assholes. That includes myself. I've said something derogatory about someone online. So you're going to grow tough skin and just smile through it. It's going to make mm-hmm. you a better person. Oh, I, love I, love I need to work that. on that. I, well, sometimes I think I'm smiling and then I look and I see like a picture of myself and I'm just barely smirking. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I mean, dude. You know, when I say smile, it's more of like a, 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 a attitude, right? Got like, it. Okay, cool. You know, just rub, let, let shit rub, rub off your shoulders at times. But then at other times, a lot of your haters just prove them wrong. Mm. Like, who gives a damn if they say X, Y, Z about me or y'all? Like, they might be right. They might not be hating. They might be giving criticism just mm-hmm. in a harsh way. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that is a wise five-point plan. I appreciate yeah, that's that. That's my five-point plan. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen no up, contestants. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, after the show, <laughs> after the show, did you, like, did, w- were there some moments you were really proud of yourself? Like, oh, um, you know, I've seen other people do this, or I felt like I could have gone this route, but I didn't. But, you know. 100%. 100%. Uh, this is a question I've never been asked. There's been so many, you know, where, I mean, all of my homeboys, like male friends, they say the dumbest shit. Right. They're like, you should do this. You should do this. Show. I'm really happy that I stuck to my guns and kept true to myself. Good. I love that. I Any love mistakes? That. Um, definitely so. There were some, uh, some people that I shouldn't have given time to. I'll say Got it like okay. that. Got it. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's Is he going to drop the names? <laughs> <laughs> There will be some individuals who I cannot confirm or deny I spent time with. <laughs> hey, it's all about copywriting, how you say things, how I you love, word things. Right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Mike, we so appreciate you. Is there anything that uh, the people should be aware of to check out that you have coming up? Uh, yeah, definitely. Check out feelingscene.com. Uh, part of that nepotism that I was saying is that I get to speak on beautiful platforms like y'all and tell people what's passionate that I'm working on. And I'm basically giving away free sex therapy. Uh, yes. to singles and people that are in relationships from all um, people that like different types of sexes uh, and different sexual uh, sexuality. Healingscene.com. Check it out. Amazing. Amazing. Check it out, everybody. We love you, Mike. Thank you so I much. You. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Appreciate you. Have a good one. See ya. Okay, babe. Who do we got next? Who is the Zoom roulette wheel going to bring us? What's your bachelor excited. alumni? Who's it going to be? Let's go. And oh my God, it's Ashley I. What's up? (laughs) Bachelor royalty. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Ashley, for joining us. I loved popping in. I'm I'm loving it. Can we ask you a question? Would you mind? Okay. Well, especially now, you know, you being a mother, I love to have this angle as well. I would love to know if you have any advice for any future contestants of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Uh, when telling their family that they will be going on a reality TV dating show? Advice for them. Well, okay, so my parents were very involved the entire time throughout, like, the application process. So... Oh, wow. So I can't... I don't know that I, like, had to tell... I guess... I don't even remember when I told them that I got the actual call. But, like, my dad was not into it. He thought I was getting out of, like, I graduated with my master's in broadcasting literally, like, six months after I got the call. Oh, my God. And before, before I got the call. And he was not down for it. He thought he didn't know, like, all the things that it could bring into my life. My mom was so gung-ho. Like, (laughs) she was stoked. 
She was her dream come true because we had watched the show for like five years together and she always thought I would be hilarious on it. And wow. Uh, I mean, mom was right. Look at the life that it brought me. Yeah, so so my dad still to this day says that it was like the only time that he was steering me in the wrong direction. Oh, oh so yeah, he's eaten his words. <laughs> so do you think that because you're saying they're involved with you the entire time through the application through the application process, do you feel like that might be a way to let future contestants know like, hey, maybe have your parents be involved from the top? Or do you think it's better to just break it to them once you get the call? I think, yeah, as might as well let them know and be like, hey, guess what I did today? I applied for The Bachelor. Oh, my gosh, you wouldn't believe it. I got a call <laughs> from The Bachelor. They want me to come into casting. Yeah, I think peppering it through is probably the best way. Yeah, so you don't just pull the quick one, too, of like, by the way, I'm going to be gone for like six weeks <laughs> or yeah. two months, potentially. Yeah. You now, might see me on television. You, here's another good question you guys can ask a next pop in. How do you break it to your employer that you're going to be on oh. The Bachelor? I mean, can you let us know what your thoughts are? I literally like I had just had an internship that was six months after graduation. I was looking for a job for three months, struggling to find it. And then I got the call that I was going to be that I was accepted onto The Bachelor. So I kind of halted that. Oh, interesting. So you never got to the point where you had to tell your employer. No. Jared. (laughs) Are you hearing me? How did you tell the restaurant that you're going on The Bachelor? They loved it, right? Yeah, good press. Yeah, they really loved it. Yeah, he was a restaurant manager and they thought it would be good for the restaurant to have, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. So so many girls came in. (laughs) They just had his photo in the window. It's like, you want (laughs) to see? Like, you know, a celebrity one where you sign it, you know, you put it on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. If you want to come in and see Jared, you got to at least buy a drink of one dish. I would have been the girl that drove up from Virginia and like <laughs> casually sat there and like do- totally dolled up and being like, I wonder if making come in. sure that Jared was working that night so I could flip my number. Yeah. Genius. I've never seen you before. I have no this idea. It's just a meet cute. It's just yeah, organic. It happened, you know, I'm just going through the area on my way up to Boston. Well, Ashley, we so appreciate you. Almost Famous Podcast, of course. Make sure that you're tuning in. Anything else that our listeners could be on the lookout for with you? You know, my other podcast, I don't get it. That's about millennial girl things. So it's pretty (laughs) much up your audience's alley. Love, love. My son is flying into frame. (gasps) Do you want to show him yourself? Oh my goodness, we have a Dawson. we have special guest. The Dawson oh. cameo. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh my gosh, he just pumped. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you. you Sending you so much love. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, so we got our last roulette spin here. Mm-hmm. Let's see who our final bachelor alumni could the be. Final one. Who is it? Who is it? It's Marion uh, Kenny. Yo. Oh my <laughs> Look at this beautiful couple. Oh my oh. goodness. Thank you for joining us. No, we're excited. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh my goodness. You guys, congratulations first of all, Mari, with your win this year with Miss Intercontinental. Oh, <laughs> and then I saw that you guys booked a wedding venue. Did yeah. officially Whoa. now. 
goodness, it's so exciting. <laughs> so go. exciting. Do you mind if we ask you a question? Not at all. Ask her. Sure. Okay. So here's my question. Against all the odds, you two found your person on reality television, which is incredible. So now looking back, you've been home for a long time, engaged, getting married. If you could go back to that moment where you fell in love on the beach, if you could give yourself any piece of advice now looking back, what would you say? I think I <laughs> mine would be to follow my gut more and not listen to my head so much because, you know, they, they, they get in competition sometimes and impacts your decisions. So I would say stick with your gut. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. did, did that feel hard, like with cameras around <laughs> trying to like oh, yeah. trust the gut? No, for sure. I mean, it, it does get to a point where you kind of forget that they're there, but then there are other moments where it's like, okay, do I want to do this? Like I'm being recorded. Everything I say or do right now is going to be shown to the world. And then there are other moments where it's more of like an emotional thing where it's like, uh, I have a feeling about this, but like my head's telling me something else. I don't know what to do. So. Right. Absolutely. What about you, Kenny? <laughs> I would, well, first I would tell myself to put some clothes on probably. <laughs> I mean, then... come on. I mean, it was, it was, the, it was perfect for all the previous. No way, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I would say probably not to overthink everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess it's pretty similar to what she just said, but when you're there and even just throughout the whole process, you're always, there's just. You know, and this happens. I, I see it a lot. Like yeah. everybody's thinking about like, what is this going to look like? Or how are people going to see this? And what are they going to think of me? And how am I going to look? And what's the edit going to look like? Instead of just sort of uh, just letting things happen and just, I feel like people actually, more people would actually make it through this thing if they would just kind of let the guards down a little bit more, more couples, I guess I would say. Just because there's, I just feel like everybody's, it's just, and me and myself included when I was there, it's just, you're, you're just constantly almost, almost more worried about what is like the viewer is going to think of you sort of, if that makes sense. I, I can't imagine the not being in your head the whole time, just thinking yeah. about that. Of course, of course. Yeah. Well, do you ever forget? You know what I mean? Like once you're in it, do you ever forget that like, you know, like you kind of get used to the cameras, you get used to that. And then you're kind of just forgetting because I'd imagine you first start and you're super hyper aware of that yeah. kind of fifth, that, that wall. But then after a while, do you kind of start to forget the how to play it? You know what I mean? How to be perfectly behavior and all that or how you're going to be perceived? I would say yes, because on Matt James's season, uh, my season of The Bachelor, I was yeah. super hyper aware. I had just come off of competing at Miss USA and like pageant girls are supposed to be like perfect poised. They don't right. get into trouble, whatever. And I was super aware all the time, like what I was doing, what I was saying, what I was and wasn't going to do pertaining more so to what producers were asking me to do or say or whatever. Sure. I was very like, nope, not going to do this. But viewers aren't going to like that. Like the pageant fans aren't going to like that. And then once I get to paradise, I was like, yeah, whatever. It was much easier, but that's also a much more relaxed and natural feeling environment. So there yeah. it is way easier to kind of forget that all the cameras are there. Yeah. You, yeah, you do forget you do. It, it does lessen, uh, you know, especially like our shoes, we were there for a while and all the way to the end. Um, for me, like when it got closer, when me and her were like back together and it was getting closer to the end, uh, I was probably overthinking a lot just in general of not just like what people would think about it, but just the fact that like, 
what does this look like when we right. we, yeah. when we go home? <laughs> right. so, yeah. You're going to have to like deal with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's just like any other relationship. I mean, you never know in any relationship, like yeah. what is it all going to look like? That's true. Anyway. You got to you oh, do right. a couple dates. You have a couple dates with somebody, yeah. and you know you get an, an energy, and then all of a sudden, after a few dates, all you find out new things. Yeah, that leads me to a, a little last question, which is: When you guys got home, everything chilled out, like the fanfare went away. Was there anything surprising about each other that was like <laughs> I did not see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll I'll go first, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got one. (laughs) (laughs) She was surprisingly messy when I first went to her apartment. What? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you never know, right? Like, (laughs) no, I, there really, there wasn't obviously because we're still together and it's, it's been obviously really well. So there was no huge uh, red flag surprises Uh, on a positive surprise. I think uh, learning about how independent she was, uh, you know, cause like she, she was living on her, uh, on her own in Maryland basically, and not really had any family around and she does everything herself. And, mm. you know, I come from like, my family's right down the street and like my, my dad still like handles some of my finances and pays <laughs> some of my, helps me pay my, not actually pays them, but like, but puts like the, the puts the, you know, handles it for me. Right. So. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, so, can you help me with this Mari, uh, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my mom worked at, my mom was, uh, she worked at a bank forever. So like uh, they always ha- had my accounts and all that stuff and they would like process my payments and all that. So yeah, I was like kind of coddled with that stuff. Like, <laughs> she was like completely like handles all her business on her own and me at my age at her age when when i was her age that was not even the case at all (laughs) love that love that (laughs) amazing what about you mari (laughs) um i would say he is actually much more uh shy or, or like very sweet Compared to, I think, what comes across from me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's like, yeah, you know, like, I don't really do the relationship thing. Like, I'm not really, like, a romantic person. But, like, he is actually pretty thoughtful and like, mm. little things, you know. <laughs> those are, those are some good surprises. <laughs> I know. Those are positive surprises. <laughs> I was like, when we, first, uh, when we first moved in together, it was, there was a lot of positive surprises, but, you know. There's always yeah, a handful like, of the rough ones, but you know what? You work it out. You love just each like other. It's like the day-to-day stuff, you know, <laughs> like how you even just get up and leave for work or whatever. You know what I mean? That yeah. pro- everybody's process. I, I meditate. I chill. I take an ice bath. Some people are like, no, I want to like turn the music on and like eat food and hang out. You know, like it, the lifestyle thing could be totally different. Oh, yeah. No, thank, we're pretty, pretty much on the same page with like lifestyle stuff. Yeah, we got oh, nice. We got lucky with the move-in process because... I, I, I lived alone. I mean, I had a roommate for a little while, but pretty much alone for a long time. So that that's a big deal. Like what Huge. you just said. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, awesome. congratulations. Oh, wait, wait. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, say no, it. There we say go. It. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's, it's all centered around the bathroom. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, one I talk about all the time is a toilet seat. He still leaves it up. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but lately, I have noticed, and he didn't do this before, but lately he keeps putting the toilet paper roll under and get out of here. <laughs> Listen, 
I, I will say this: if that's how far you're reaching for something, that, you got you guys are doing very well. You guys well, are just, right? just killing it, absolutely <laughs> killing it. Also, too, Love I'm it. like, if that Mari, you sound very neat to me. Oh, if yeah. you're noticing that, I'm like, my toilet paper's across the room. I'm like jogging the in between. Not even on the roll. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's on the floor or something. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much, and so many congratulations to you. Um, is there anything that you both have coming up that you want to share with the audience at all? I think it's it's really just about planning out yeah. this wedding at this point. Yeah, we're trying Amazing. to nail things down. We got the venue, I guess catering is up next. Um, but, you know, it's the holidays right now, so we've kind of like had a little bit of a lull in terms of yeah. reaching out to vendors and like all that. So once the new year kicks, kicks in, we'll be picking back up and uh, yeah. planning it out. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much. We so appreciate it. Oh, yep. thank you. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Well, oh my God. Oh my God. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much to every single Deandra, Elise, Dr. Joe, Mike, Ivan, um, Ashley, Kenny, Mari. Like, holy smokes. No. Thank a lot you, of good everyone. Advice too. Like, Great advice. I feel like everyone had a really good kind of their spin on their experience. And I yes. feel like it, you know. I, oh, I feel like what what it does is not only if you are a new contestant coming up, it'll yes. give you some advice, but also if you're a, a like a, a watcher, viewer, yeah. a viewer, uh, it gives you just kind of some different like angles to when you're watching that person go through that thing. You're thinking, oh, they're probably thinking this. Oh, a thousand percent. Also, too, like before recapping it, it's like good for me to always remember. Like, and I loved Ivan's suggestion. If yeah. you're thinking about sending. A mean, unhappy DM <laughs> to a contestant. Instead, send a nice one to someone that you like. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> be nice, please. <laughs> He's like, hey, guys, be nice, please. <laughs> yes, I like that. I love that. <laughs> we had a blast doing it, too. If you guys liked it, let us know. Because that was... Yeah, please. It was fun. I mean, we had a blast doing it. Please. I don't know. You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe we want to do a Love is Blind in the future. We could do maybe a, maybe make this a, little, a regular thing to some extent. Maybe do a little Love is Blind roulette next in a future season. I like her. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, but speaking of segments, before we wrap this podcast, yeah. I think that it's time that we introduce a segment that will be a reoccurring, I mean, probably every episode segment mm. right an episodic segment episodic, is the episodic segment um we're at the end of the episode we have a moment called call home where you send us your relationship sex life questions via a voicemail and we answer them to a be the, the best of our ability when everything goes to shit who do you call well, it de really just it depends. depends. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, some people are looking at you going, call I, home. I, I, well, I'm, I'm one of those people I probably wouldn't call him. But yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like in an ideal movie-esque world, who do you call? You call your mom and dad for that, you know, that that advice that it's like, there's no and, friendships there. There's no, like, someone's giving you advice because they have an alternate angle. They can just straight up give it to and you. And we're you know? living in a fantasy world right now. This we're living in it's a fantasy world. This is the fantasy where, you know, we're, we're just your parents just waiting to... to Chat with you on the phone. We're waiting for you to call home. Where, like, why haven't you called? Yeah, we're waiting for you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your beautiful voice, sweetheart. Why haven't you called? You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Okay, so we have a voicemail or two today. Yes. Uh, but for the future, if you would like to be included potentially in this segment, if you go into the episode notes, we have the link where you can send we'll put it up a... Right here. Put it up right here. Put it up right here. 
Amazing. And then in the episode notes, we have the link where uh, you can just follow that link and you can easily leave a voicemail to potentially be featured in an upcoming episode. Super easy. You just go on there, click, leave a voicemail, and that's it. Easy peasy. So should we get it? Oh my Let's gosh, should we do it. our Call first? Home. <laughs> Call home. Okay. Hi, Mom and Dad. I'm so excited about this new pod and excited to just jump back in weekly and hear you guys talk about incredible topics. Um, This question is about parenthood, and I was just wondering what your favorite stage or age and least favorite stage or age Mm. has been with Ember so far. Um, And this is coming from a new mom with a Mm. barely five-month-old baby. (sighs) And I am just quite frankly exhausted Mm -hmm. and i'm just looking just for the light at the end of the tunnel quite frankly um so yeah just give me some hope or shatter my dreams (laughs) i'm open to either i just really want to know what you guys have to say and yeah excited to hear back and i'm really thankful and excited for this show thank you oh my okay first of all Mama, sending you so much love yeah. and support. Um, it never gets better. Next caller. No, <laughs> <laughs> and see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, I'll start. I, yeah, I'll start. I, I would say this. Um, obviously, everyone is different. Everyone yeah. has like their, their specific stages that they love. And also that parenting is like so day to day. You can yeah. literally be going through a day as a parent and be like, this is the best day I've ever had with my child. And then everything can turn to shit and you're feeling guilty or you're stressing out and your child is having a rough day. Like it can, it's so moment to moment. So in those times when you are feeling like so overwhelmed and exhausted, just know like, you're like, you know, maybe in an hour it's going to shift and it Mm. does always shift. But I, I will say this personally. And again, everyone's different for myself personally the first year was by far the hardest. Um, like by a mile. I was, you know, I think per anyone who has a child, you're not getting any sleep. You're having to get up every couple hours and feed the baby. And I mean, it's just you're you're also trying to find your footing and and in your in your your body's changing and your hormones and there's just so many things you're trying to find your schedule and your pace a little bit and your rhythm but everything seems to change every month all of a sudden you're like i feel like i got my rhythm down and then your kiddo like has a leap in development and then everything shifts again and you have to re like schedule around different now everything's always changing and you can't it's hard to find your footing so for myself, absolutely, that first year was the hardest. So I just, Mama, want to send you love and know, like, you know, from my perspective, there is a thousand percent a light at the end of the tunnel and be so gracious with yourself because you are, your body's on overdrive. You're you're just, there's so much exhaustion. And um, you also like don't know what you're doing yet. You know what I mean? Like you're like you're figuring sure. it out day to day. So it's not like it's it's also that that 
pressure and fear of just kind of like, am I doing this right? And is my kid okay? And you know, like there's so much like personal pressure too. Of it's course. like exhausting. And like societal yourself. pressure where yeah. you're like seeing you on Instagram, you're like, look at these perfect photos. And yeah. I'm like, I haven't taken a photo of my child in two months because right. I've been too tired. You can't put any of that pressure on yourself. Yeah. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, a thousand percent. And also know too, those moments when you feel alone in that first year, um, there are so many people that are feeling the exact same way as you. So even if you don't necessarily have a friend that you can talk to who's going through the exact same thing or went through the exact same thing, there are people all over feeling that. So you are not alone. Yeah. Um, as far as the my favorite time, I don't know. I, I think that um, if I had to pick, I love three. Three was cute. Three. But then the, th- the, th- the thing is, too, now with Ember being seven, I'm like, it's amazing to, you know what? Honestly, I feel like it gets better every year. That's sure, probably I mean, what it is. is it's I'm, like every year more and more. I'm like, now, like when yeah. we go, we, we we sit down for dinner and we have like the best conversations yeah. and it's so fun. I mean, you were talking about light at the end of the tunnel. You know, she's talking about like light at the end of the tunnel. I'm kind of like, I think the light at the end of the tunnel is when they can start talking. When you can start communicating, communicating with them easier mm-hmm. because then there's like, at least I know what's wrong, right? Five months old, you'd have no, you like, you're just guessing, you yeah. know, why are you crying? I do not know, yeah. you know? So yeah. once they can just go, this is the issue or I'm hungry or, yeah, or even give one I'm little frustrated word. or whatever it is, yeah. however they want to communicate. Once you can kind of communicate with them, I feel like for me, at least that with the light. Yeah. Like once I hit that place, like, okay, we can solve this. We can have a conversation or we can, me and you can have a conversation about what we got to do. But when you just are guessing 24 seven, that is the most exhausting thing ever. So once, once that little nugget starts to like be able to communicate, that's the light. So. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. And genuinely. For me at least. And I think genuinely too, light is, it gets better and better. Like it really does. Again, you're going to have the tough days tough weeks, tough months, but it does in general get better and better uh, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I think. Love it. Well, sending you yeah. so much love. You got this. You got Seriously, it. you got this. The fact that you're even talking this way is I know the, the good the good thing. Yeah, it means no, you're, exactly. you're in it and you care a lot. You know? Exactly. Know that if you, you had the capacity to send this voicemail and you care. And yes. You're an amazing, amazing mom. Want to do another one? Yeah, let's do another one. Hey, mom and dad, this is Rachel. Uh, I was just wondering if you could turn your ghosts in your house into a Sims character, what would they look like? And what would they sound like? And would they like throw stuff around in their little village or would they, you know, be peaceful? Tell me about them. I'd love to know. Thanks. Don't Sims, isn't Sims, I don't, I mean, I remember Sims back in the day, but mm-hmm. it, don't they talk like, it's like a language. fake language. Yeah. That sounds a little spooky. That freaks me out. <laughs> Just even doing that impression freaks me out. I don't even want to think about them as a Sims character. You know, I have to say, when we were setting up the studio, it's been all quiet lately, but then when we were setting up the studio a couple days ago, yeah. there was a full-blown knock on the studio door yeah. while we were sitting here, like, testing the lights. Full... No. And Evan and I are like, like I got up to wonder who it was. I and was he like, opened the here. door, like, who's here? Like, who's in? Who was in the back past our gates? Yeah, nobody. It was literally like, 
I think the ghost. And he's I think the ghost was um, asking if they are welcome into this new podcast space because yeah. the ghost was clearly haunting us in the old podcast space. It's a little bit like, "Hello, can I come in yeah. now? Can I come check on those am dolls? I, am I welcome?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're up there. Oh god, they're up there looking down at on me. us. All oh, set on god. that. Um, yeah, I don't know enough about Sims to be like this is how it would go but i do know enough about it to be like it what i think it would be is just like someone who um like if you're 35 and you have a video gaming college student who just kind of lives up like that's what i would think of him as just kind of like he's just sitting there playing video games and every once in a while he goes walks around and gets a you know gets a drink from the side and then kind of like goes to the bathroom and like you know what i mean like that's because it's just it's just it's random. It's no, random, and it's kind of like, you know, you don't know when like it's going to be a lot or yes. very little. You know what I mean? Sometimes that he throws a party out of nowhere. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> no, know? you know what? I think you're absolutely nailing this. A thousand percent. Our Sims. Our sometimes ghosts- he throws us a controller at the screen. <laughs> yes. And then sometimes he just sleeps for like three days straight. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that is our ghost Sims character. It is like a a teenager who's got their Twitch stream yes. comes down or maybe, yeah, like you said, maybe college student living at home yeah. gets the beer uh, every once in a while is like, mom, dad, fuck you. Doesn't and does something as angry. Much as they should. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's very random. Yeah. And most of the time our college student Twitch streamer ghosty stays up in his bedroom and does yeah. not come out and visit us. But every once in a while, he just kind of like just scoots by us on the way to like, you know, make a bowl of ramen or something. Yeah, a bowl of ramen with some yeah. Mountain Dew. No, it's literally like all of a sudden in the, in the kitchen, like we'll just have a door just open and you're like, well, okay. Like he's getting some ha- ramen. Ha- haven't heard from the ghost in like three weeks. And now all of a sudden we got a door just opening and then that's it. And then, and that's it. But and that's then, such a college thing too. Like when you're like, Hey buddy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the parents are downstairs. The kids like been playing video games for four days. And you're like, Whoa, look who's look who came down. <laughs> that's what we do. You know, it's like, Oh, Hey bud, you, you've been taking care of yourself up there. Everything. Okay. Is it safe for me to hey, go honey. upstairs? Hey you know? honey, love you. Are you good? You're yeah. sure you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We haven't seen you for a while. You've been in your room and for I'll a long a time. <laughs> go outside. Yeah. Go outside. Go outside. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're out in my day, you know, I think that's very accurate. Yeah, now I'm going to, now whenever I hear the ghost, actually you just help me kind of process the ghosty. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Beloved family listener. Um, now, whenever I hear a bang, I'm going to picture like some kid in like a baggy shirt with a beanie and kind of yeah. like have a little bit of an attitude and be like, shut up, mom. Like, and just walk by me. Ooh. I'm like, okay, bye, honey. <laughs> I like that energy. Yeah. Okay. Better than some like spooky, yeah, like, you man. know, yeah. <laughs> some just like a hooded Why dark figure. <laughs> waiting to choke you in the middle of the night that's why that's why that's why i try not to think about that because that'll I'll yeah. definitely be the bad you know truth is my stepmom for christmas gifted us ghost hunter equipment yeah so hey. stay tuned for stay that tuned, y'all. we have some ideas stay we tuned have for some that plans. we'll definitely be uh taking a turn about the room with yes. some ghost hunting equipment even though evan's terrified of it but we Listen. will do it for the sake of our family oh my gosh get that clean that college kid's room out <laughs> <laughs>
All right, one more before we Let's wrap. do one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Jess and Evan. My name's Amanda. I'm Amanda. so excited for this new podcast. I've been fans of you guys for so long, um, so it's going to be great to listen. Um, but I have a quick question for you both. So I recently got married, and we both have been living in our hometown, but are going to end up moving somewhere new. Um, and I'm a little bit fearful about what it looks like to make friends. Mm. Um, I tend to be much more extroverted and my husband is much more introverted. So it's already been a little tricky trying to kind of transition our friend groups together um, during marriage and, and figure out social life. And so I'm very worried about what that looks like when we move to a new place. Um, so I wondered if you had any advice or thoughts on what it looks like to make friends as a married couple, um, especially if you both have different levels of mm -hmm. extroversion mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Any advice would be appreciated. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Amanda. And it's a good question. Good luck on your move. Yes, yes. You want to mm. take a take a stab at this first? Okay, I wouldn't too much put too much pressure on having combined friendships. Yeah. Like, I would just be like, let it happen. Ha like, like have your friends. Let him have his friends. If things, you know, all of a sudden, there's kind of a couple that kind of comes into the work. Do that. But I, I feel like a lot of people put pressure on, like, the couple friend yeah. thing. And it's really difficult. Because if I have a buddy and his significant other, like, I'm now hoping that they connect. And if for some reason they don't connect, now it's like a bummer. And it's like, we're forcing this. It's like, you can't force chemistry. You can't yeah. force friendships. So... I wouldn't put too much emphasis on we got to have these couple friends. Mm -hmm. I just be like, if anything, it's helpful to like to have your own independence and have your own friendships and the things you're into. And then it'll kind of, it, the, those things will come together as, as they do. But uh, you know, I just wouldn't put too much pressure on it. Cause that's, 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 that's the toughest one. It's a lot easier to find friends of yours and have him find friends of his, but it's a lot harder to find that connection because you know, I don't know, you're bringing in a lot more elements. Mm -hmm. No, I, I completely agree. I was going to say the same thing. And especially to, you know, if you're saying you're more extroverted and he's a little more introverted, then it sounds like, you know, when you move to this new town that you're going to be able to find friends yes. relatively quickly. It's something that I'm sure you're gifted at. So then you focus on finding your friends. And if there's a moment where all of a sudden your husband is like not finding friends and he's feeling lonely and you can tell or he comes to you and is a little bit like I'm lonely like I don't have any friends then that's maybe that time because you've said before you've tried to merge and he hasn't maybe necessarily yeah. connected with that that might be then what pushes him to be like all right well your new friend such and such like oh does she have a partner like let's, let's maybe try going out with yeah. them and then maybe he'll you know on his own accord be like can I join you mm. um and but I I do I also love the idea like you were saying Ev Evan and I we have very few like couple friends yeah seriously very few we we have you know a few friends that like we have a group of friends that like we'll hang out with and you know there's some of them are couples some of them aren't whatever but like you hang out a lot with your own friends i hang out with my friends i love your friends but we i don't, also like, have like go out of friend, my way to yeah, hang we also out with have them. single friends that are both of our friends mm -hmm. so like someone will come over and me and jess will hang out with those single people mm -hmm. that's a part of it too so very few like actual like couples that we like sit down and do double dates with yeah that's another thing too little side advice i would focus on groups of people not double dates yeah so don't true, get like true, oh true, true. i met my friend and she's bringing her boyfriend and we're going on a double date that's a lot of pressure if they don't connect it's weird like i would say oh we got invited to this barbecue 
Yes. Or we're having a barbecue and inviting 10 people over. Like, let let it be more of a natural, oh, I connected with this person over here. And, oh, I connected with this person over here. And, you know, oh, they're not together, but we're friends. You know, like that whole thing. And you might even meet a couple in that group situation. Yeah. The more you focus on the group thing, the more the natural thing will happen. But if you try to force like double date after double date, trying to force like a connection... That will be very hard. Yeah. The two on two pressure is <laughs> that's, it's a, that's a high pressure situation. And especially if someone's maybe a little bit more like you said, your husband's maybe not as inclined to be as extroverted as you. You can be sweating sitting yeah, there you're like, going, hey, oh, my gosh. No, it's 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 a it's a lot of pressure. So, yeah, yeah I think a, a group hang is a great idea. And even too, if it's like, you know, you uh, and if you're let's just say, OK, yeah. Let's let's test out this scenario. Let's just say it's brand new in this new, you know, city. And so you only have like you've only met maybe one friend and you want to have that friend of yours. Maybe that friend has a partner and maybe you want to introduce them. If you're going to, I would say do it somewhere like a crowded sports bar, like do an activity together. Yeah. Don't just go to dinner. Maybe go to like a game or go to a movie or go to something where it's, it, the pressure isn't as high and there's like a, a good environment that's you're all loud. Hanging. And if there's an awkward silence, you're not sitting in awkward silence. Yeah. <laughs> there's music playing. Sure. There's a game going on. Yeah, whatever. And that might then make your partner who's a little more introverted feel a little more loose and comfortable. But again, wouldn't put pressure on that. Like you focus on yourself and you find all your friends and maybe he's doesn't need as many friends anywho. And I yeah. mean, I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah, I think that, I think that it's, um, finding new friends in a, uh, finding friends in a new city is, is already like a, a big undertaking and I'm sure you'll find plenty of friends so quickly. So I say you focus on, on finding your own friends and be you, be you and, and yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I love it. Well, wow. Thank you all so much for sending in for the voicemails. That's so fun. That was super fun. Remember, you can send voicemail in voicemails in of your own at the link in the episode notes to Anytime. call home. On the screen. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Um, and speaking of the screen, make sure you're subscribed to YouTube. We're going to have new episodes dropping every Wednesday, every Wednesday. and subscribe to the podcast channel. Um, we've got some, we've got some bangers. Coming we got a up. lot planned. We've, we've got, got a lot, lot planned, planned. Yeah. and so. I can't wait. And I'm so looking forward to it. And like I said, in a couple weeks, we got Zach's bachelor season starting and uh, with Zach's bachelor season Let's just say I'm excited to uh, meet all the new women. Let's go. <laughs> meet I'm all excited. the new women. I'm excited for the new season. <laughs> I can't wait. So we'll be getting into that. But uh, up until then, we've got some good episodes yes. planned for you all. We all did right. it. First we did episode. It. First episode. Yeah. We, are, you, we, are you ready to do this with I'm me? I'm ready. I love you. I love you too, Lee. Lee. We hold your we hand. We hold your hand from afar. <laughs> we love you. Love you guys. <laughs> well, we love you all. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We're super excited and uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of creative ideas and a lot of fun things to talk about. Yes, we do. Stay tuned. All right. Love you, family. Love you. 